You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Brought to you again, punters, dribblers, by our dear, dear friends at bagcaps.com.au. As you know, we've bet the baggy green has become an essential item for the punters and dribblers, uh, one of the most treasured items uh, on the sports memorabilia, uh, you know, Christmas stocking list. Uh, and thanks to Baggy Caps, we're back with another fresh 11. Eddie, how are you? Uh, pretty good. Back to back to my old ways. Yeah. Proper bounce out yesterday. Um, look, to the point where I had to pull out a golf in front of the show, Hammer Street. Oh, I was in a bad place. Um, what, and, how long before the game did you pull out? Well, I th- I had a I had an inkling, Tom, that he might have been playing in the same muddy waters that I was. He bounced himself. I think I that was my inkling. I thought he I think this kid's bounced himself here, so I threw out the message like two hours before, two and a half hours before. How you doing? Where are you at? Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, Tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people, and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game, though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You'd, yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you're following on my prof, is what I'm saying, is daddy... They are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it. Why? Daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's, no, but he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Were no, you? we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But for. I did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't, weren't on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm going to show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do, you didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told that's me, it. told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. Right, so that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered that. You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. 
Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Nads. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Partners and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the pun and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. You know what I mean? You, yeah, right. Okay. And then I got a then I got a nice response in terms of like I'm I'm hung. I'm seriously hung. Oh, and I'm okay. like, okay, now I've got some room to work with. Peeves like, mate, I've been up since since seven a.m. practicing on my practicing back my backstring, and I'm ready to rip and, and snort. Yeah. And I would have had to go. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But because I was given a bit of bit of feedback, yep. I decided you were able to pull, to the, pull pin. the pin. Yeah, and then I ate I ate chookers and I ate spring rolls and I ate dim sims and I ate fried rice and, and I had two cans of coke and I just laid in bed all day. Was it nice to be back there, even though you know it was probably an oppressive feeling? No, I like being back there on the Sunday. Yeah, man, the Sunday we we the do Sunday it well. Bounce out. No, 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 no. We're, we're, there's no there's no issues there whatsoever. The Sunday bounce out, man, man, the Sunday bounce out are good fun. Yeah, good right. friends, good rather. friends. But me and the Monday bounce out, not the Monday bounce out, but the, the Monday, Monday recovery. Yeah. Nah. The we're Monday still, body shut down. We're still at odds, Tom. Yeah. We're still at odds. And you felt it today? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, my gym class penciled in for 7 a.m. this morning was wiped. Yeah. That got the Sunday afternoon wipe. Okay. I think it rightly so. So you made the call Sunday. Do you yeah. have to let someone know? Well, at the gym I'm at, if you don't pull out eight hours before, you get charged. Charged. Okay. Because it's like weightless and shit, right? Well, yeah, you're fucking them around. Yeah, but I didn't leave it up until the eight hours to make the call. I made it early. Yeah, right. Decisive Best stuff. Best to get on top of that thing. Front foot it. Front foot it, punters and dribblers. you got to front foot everything in life. That's my advice. Okay. Get on the front foot. Mm. Even in your bounce out work, you got to front foot it. Just go, this is what we need to get through it. That's what we're going to do. So wake up late. Um, work was tough, but I'm, I'm here now. Well, that's good. You don't seem too bad. No, no, I've been way worse. Yeah. But like... It's because of the work I did in on Sunday. It's because I front-footed my bounce out. I got on top of it. I cancelled golf. I went the big lift with the two cokes. <laughs> I went gluttonous. I went. Yeah. I went the large orders. Yeah, yeah. You when know in what doubt, I mean? load yourself. Yeah, up. that's it. And you gotta and and did as little as possible. If I got my steps up from yesterday, on the iPhone Health app, it'd be disgustingly low. Almost Probably the lowest all year. Negative steps. It would have been almost negative steps. That's what's required. Mm to get you back to some sort of semblance of yourself on Monday. Bit of a neutral, as close to neutral as possible. That's what you're looking for. You're not good. You're not bad. That's what you You just want. almost feel nothing. Yep. But that's it. Tremendous weekend. Tremendous. Well, that's nice. I uh, obviously will get to the Manly game, but I had sort of like a first, dad's first night back on the piss. Caught up with a bunch of mates. 
went to the pub, watched the footy, got on the rums, yeah, loved heard, that. Jarch, friend of the show, said you were absolutely stinging before. Well, you went. I was stinging. Yeah. I was very much stinging. But, you know, shout out to, uh, you know, uh, well, basically it was because Carter was going back to Ireland, mm. friend of the show, Rugby World Cup hero. Yeah. So we all got together, nice catch up, see him off, went and watched the footy. And with this group of friends, it always ends up in rum. There's just they're the only group of friends that I drink rum with, really. And it's always like it gets to a point and it's just like rums. Mm. Now Delicious. Right, look, do you go the half coke? Or do you go the full coke? Well, it's rum and coke. No, but I get what I've been doing is I'll go, I want a rum and coke, half coke. Not full not don't fill it up to the brim. Yeah, I right. want half of it coke. That's it. Because otherwise I'm having fucking 10, 15 Cokes mm. on a night out and it sends you mad and I wake up in a hellish spot. Well, this is... No, well, no, I didn't do half Coke and I should. Mm. And from here on in, next time like, I'm back you the should. Rums, you well, should. Physically, I should. <laughs> but also, emotionally, mentally, I got home, realised how maggot I was when I got home. It's, uh, what, one-ish, I mm. think? Pre-warned Steph... And for the parents out there, shout out to you. You may or may not have heard of the term co-sleeping. Sometimes when the baby's being a little shit, they sleep better in bed with you. And they say, never be in bed with them when you're cooked. So obviously I was like, listen, I'm going to take myself out to the living room. Yeah. Post myself up on the couch. Good man. Smart decision. Sleep there. But smart decision. Smart decision. Good footy. But as you would expect, based off our last podcast, threw me back out. (laughs) And I threw it out as I rolled off the couch to get up in the morning. So oh, I, you were like, you were trying to be sprightly. I was, well, no, there was no way I was going to be sprightly after fucking 50 full Coke, rum and Cokes because the sugar absolutely ruins your brain. So even with the slow pickup, it was, it, I was laying prone on the couch. Prone, I believe is the correct word. Dior that, but prone to my knowledge, Eddie, flat. Like, well, I know that you, when someone is prone, it can mean other things. Well, sure. In the in the the. So were you laying prone, or were you in, in a the prone... log department? I wasn't prone. I was laying prone on the couch, but also too tall for the couch, so that my legs are on like a, a puff, a puff, on the side of the cu- the couch. You know what I mean? So I'm kind yes. of I'm a little bit kinked. Is it not long enough that couch? Not for a big, thick boy like me, no, man. No, fair enough. So then I've gone. I've woken up, and I've. This is more about being old and stiff as well, as I couldn't just sit up and get off. I've kind of just rolled onto the floor to put my hands down and then get up from that way. And so you couldn't sit up? Well, I could have. I guess I just... I mean, I was hung. you got to understand. This is Dad's first first trip back to, to you know, yeah. bounce out since January. And, and a sit-up from that position? Tough. Tough. On a soft couch as well. Tough. You know, anyway. So as I've rolled up to put my hands down, I've just felt something in the lower back to go, ding. And I'm like, no, no, fuck. So look, I've obviously made no. some feet, but since then I've been battling with just an absolute shit fight. Are you, are you stretching the glutes? I've done nothing. Haven't even stretched the glutes? No, I stretched once that morning. I, I did a roller. I was rolling I don't. The I think the roller gets me worse. No, it's about just applying... Localized right. pressure to the right spots. Okay. okay. On this, we've actually had someone reach out and hit us up for our email, and they said they're going to give us uh, uh, specific back exercises to do for you and I, so we can strengthen our backs. Someone, someone sent that yeah, in. Actually, it's probably a good point. You may as well just get that up now while we're discussing it. Um, but yeah, dude, lo- uh, specialized back advice. Because I noticed today my back was was a bit funny. 
Like, I was just getting around town, Tom. Here we go. Shannon, Shannon Goodman, mm. uh, Instagram Goodman Spice. Lads, my ears were burning listening to this podcast. Burning because a fellow punter was struggling in the trenches with a bad back. So in true Anzac fashion, I'm going to drop a care package of knowledge in your Gallip- uh, to your Gallipoli to get my brother back in the front line. Yeah, love it. Love it. Love it. He's the, he's the Simpson and his donkey of yeah, yeah, yeah. back... Well, of back remedies. Of back remedies. Mm. Flick us your email. Gallipoli being our back pain. Gallipoli being... Now, obviously, not to trivialise what was... you know, no. But just saying that in the game of bad backs, yeah. ours is Gallipoli. And Shannon here is going to be Simpson. Well, he's Simpson. he's Simpson. And the donkey. And the donkey all rolled into one. Anyway, shout out to Shannon. So... Back fucked, tried to roll the back out, didn't do anything, slept on the couch, bounce out, was it worth it? Absolutely. It's obviously Monday night, Tom. and There is a game on tonight. There is, but it feels like an age since Thursday night. It does feel like an age. Like an age. Do you mean Thursday night where Manly was playing with its food like a cat? Just didn't give a fuck. Like, let's just see how far we can get these losers out in front of us before we just kill them. Was that the Thursday night you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's the Thursday night. I'm Manly about. playing with their food. Yeah, yeah play with their food. Yeah, lulled me into a a little bit of concern. Yeah, I was concerned. I thought the first forty minutes some of the worst I've 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 witnessed out yes. of the Manly boys. But now, Tom, with the knowledge that they were just playing with their food, it was one of the great forty minutes. It was one of the great forty minutes. One of the great wool pulls by Manly. One of the great wool pulls. One of the great wool pulls. Not historically known as. The pullers of wool. Well, they did it the week before as well, Eddie. We really did a wool pull there uh, with Parramatta. The only thing wrong with that one was obviously that there were we get refs the ch- that are working for the opposition. Yeah, I know. But that one was a lot more subtle. Like, last Thursday's was your cut and dry wool pull. Yeah. You know, let's play some of the worst football of the season, mm. possibly the last decade. Yeah. And fall and lull the the, lull opposition. the opposition into a sense of security, yeah, and yeah. then slowly and remove then kill the wall. No, but yeah, but not rip it off. Slowly so bring it peel up, peel it back, and just you can see the wall being pulled. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do there's about it. There's nothing you can you do. You just you just watch going holy shit. shit. They've pulled a wall pull. And if you're the Broncos, you would have been in utter disbelief and shock. And unfortunately for the Broncos, they'd go. You know, like, oh, fuck, we're killing it. And then as the wool's being pulled and chaos ensues, it's like, oh, no, now we're just reminded of how fucking beater and shit we are. Can I tell you how good the wool pull was, Tom? Mm-hmm. At half time, the Broncos were so jovial in the sheds. It looked to me, I can't be 100% sure, but it looked to me like they'd cracked a few froths. They were drinking at half time. Like, such was the energy in yeah. there, mate. Everyone was back slapping, smiling. There was no message, there was no direction. Yeah. Alfie Langer's in there, fucking grin from ear to ear, like yeah. slapping the boys on the ass. It looked, honestly, like they were settling in for a big night. Planning what they were doing after After the they'd already won. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And then it cut to Manly, everyone's quiet, everyone's Everyone's looking down. Dez running the boys through the game plan. Obviously, this is a wall pull. Now we go up and slowly pull the wall Slowly up. pull the wall back. Like, that's what he's telling the boys. Yes. But the boys still know that you can only pull off a wall pull if you successfully remove the wall. You've got to, it goes both ways. You've got yeah. to pull the wall over their eyes and, <laughs> and then, then remove and it. And then remove it. <laughs> remove it again. You've got, to, you've got to play. You've got to, you've got to do both. Yeah. So they knew they still had a job to do in the second 40 minutes. Mm. But Brisbane, already celebrating, yeah. already drinking, already, already yahooing. Part of that is you don't know you're in a wall pull until it's too late. Even still, 
even if you are unsuspecting of the wool pool, Tom, mm. it was still beta as fuck for them to celebrate at halftime. Yeah, they are beta though. We yeah. can see that. No, but I'm saying it just it just only reinforces the idea that Brisbane are so so beta. Yeah, it's tough. Like and celebrating at halftime is beta rhetoric. Yeah. It is. And when when an improvement is giving up an 18 point lead mm. and losing the game. <laughs> That's an improvement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 20 unanswered points and been happy about it. Yeah. Like, nah. Can't be completely disappointed with the performance. It's like, yeah, that's that's tough. If you if you aren't completely disappointed with giving up 18 points, uh, then you are never going to win the competition. It was 18-0. Yeah. And they lost 20 to 18. Yeah. Like, hilarious. Tommy Turbo just deciding to, to, to turn on. Well, yeah. no. listen, playing with his food. Yeah, played with his food. Playing with his food. And they just lit it up. What annoyed me, though, punters and dribblers, and like... Oh, Phil Gould is like, he's rocks or diamonds for me. Like, either he gets it really right or he seems to get it really wrong. Mm. Like, he was saying during the, like, during the, um, the commentary. the commentary, he looked at the two dressing rooms that I've just explained mm. and was like, Brisbane will win this season. They're going to blow him out of the water. And I'm like, Phil, where, where have you been your whole life? Yeah. Like, at what point has celebrating and cracking frothies at halftime ever been the sign of a team that's going to go out there and fucking blow you out of the water yeah. never in never. the history of rugby league and you probably watch more than most men alive you, you would be close to most rugby league watched of any human living on the earth currently like he seems to be losing touch every now phil well i think phil's always been like that i don't think phil's always been the oracle of truth in rugby league i feel like he's been the oracle of hyperbole <laughs> and sometimes he nails it yeah and then other times he says that the broncos are going to blow manly out of the water and, I mean, listen, can we blame Phil that he was wool-pulled as well? Who knows? Manly pulled the wool out of, over most people's eyes. You're fucking dead right we did. That's exactly what we did. Mm. And now we've recorrected the season after yeah. that, after the robbing last week. Yeah. We got some calls our way, which I think was clearly like a sorry we yeah, fucked up. sorry we fucked you here. Which is fine. I'll take the sorries. I would have liked you to just... Do ref, it right. Just do it right in the, in the first instance, but that's okay. And now we march onwards towards the end of October time. Yeah, yeah, ring stuff. Ring stuff. I've never been more certain of a premiership in my life, Eddie. Mm. And people will say, Tom, people will say, the naysayers will say, yeah. based on that 40 minutes of football, you're, you're absolutely nowhere. But you don't understand what it's like to see a team pull a wool pull like well, you've that. Obviously you never, you've it. obviously never played with your food either. You've never played with your food. You've never been around elite wool pull stuff. Mm. You've never been around teams that can turn it on and off at will. Mm. Reminds me of my uh, 11s basketball team, actually, Eddie, and I hate to include myself into this story and insert it. But you often do. But, uh, well, sometimes you go. And often your best stories do involve you. Well, it was just that in my 11s basketball team, our coach was a very serious operator, loved his ball, took it very seriously. Who was he? Uh, Do you remember Mr. Holman? Yes. Yes. Vaguely. Just an English teacher who was lumped with us, unfortunately, for him, unfortunately for him. Wanted to win, real winner. And spent his Friday nights drawing up game plans. Yeah, type stuff. but you know, like we coach were, Carter stuff. But we were basically, you know, and look, my football career precedes me. But we were obviously athletes that didn't give a fuck in summer and just played some basketball, had a good time. You know what I mean? Sure. So we tried to see how far we could get behind in the first half and come back and win. So we we're just taking shots from halfway and three pointers and all this sort of shit. We ended up getting down. I think it was fifty-three to four, and then we came back in the second half and won it. And him at halftime, he was like swearing at us. He was like a 60-year-old man. He's like, you're a fucking disgrace. What are you <laughs> 11s. <laughs> yeah. 
the fuck are you doing taking shots from halfway? Did he claim the comeback? No, we told him. We're like, don't worry about it. We got this. Okay. <laughs> but he obviously wasn't listening. And then we came back and won it. And it was just one of the most satisfying wins. Because this team was obviously a bunch of gimps who yeah. also didn't realize they were in the midst of a wall pool playing mm. with your food sort of thing. But so I just, I guess really what I'm trying to say is here is I <laughs> identify with Manly in some way. <laughs> I can get, Look, I get, I get very long bow, really long bow, but I'll allow it yeah. because they're both wool pools. They're both wool pools. And oh, we, so I'll allow. <laughs> I'll allow. On the basis of that alone. On the basis of them both being wool pools. Yeah, yeah. No, good. Thanks. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, Silly though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Friday night. Tankwater um, Warriors back. Oh, what did I do on Friday night? Oh, shout out to the Mosmanara Cell, Tom. Okay, a fine establishment. A fine establishment. Did we do? Did we speak at the Mosmanara Cell We're, once? Yeah, exactly, Jeremy it, it, Paul. Yeah, with Jeremy Paul, it's it's undergone a bit of a reno since then. Really, really vibey in there now. You walk in, huge projector, enormous, and. Then in front of that, they've got like two really comfortable armchairs. Okay. With a table in between. Need it. And then they're just sort of like put in a semicircle that goes back and back and back. So you go in and you get a schooner, you sit down in an armchair and you watch rugby league. So football. you feel like you're in the living room with your friends. That's exactly right. But you're right. at the pub with That's schooners exactly on right. top. That's exactly right. So shout out to Ella who was like, yeah, I'll go to the Mosmanara cell with you and we'll have a couple of schooners and have and have chicken schnitzels with oh, chips and lovely. gravy. Just and get the two it. of you. It was lovely. And then James, a friend of ours, joined us a bit later on, but it was lovely. Fantastic. Watch rugby league, loved it. Loved it. Did you see the Both tank- games were great. Tankwater Warriors returned to form. Mate, the Tankwater Warriors game was sensational. Knocked off the Cowboys. The score, who cares? It's like 37, 26. Something like that. But it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then it was a. it became about you know, attrition and lasting the distance and going the distance and, and drawing the on reserves of what, Tom? Tank water. Tank water. Now, obviously, we we personally paid for um, a, a large shipment of tank water to be flown to, to, to look, look, have, Warriors training. Look, have we, have we been in consultation with Bushmans? Yes. Have we, have we been getting tankers of water driven down? Yes. Have we been getting dead possums from the side of the road and dropping them in? Absolutely, we have. Absolutely. Well, we've been taking the tank water and just emptying the contents into the tanker and then moving it. So it comes possum at all. It's true, it does. But I do think you can get, like, you, you can, can get, add extra. You can add possum. Look, look, we're not going to. We gonna... provide all. <laughs> look, are we chemists? Water chemist, sure. Yeah. Do we? Do we? Is there a is there a ratio of possum to rat to water that sort of speaks to well, excellence? Possum, possum gum leaf ratio. Yeah. Gum leaf ratio. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, there is. Am I going to tell you losers? No, no I'm not. <laughs> Absolutely, not. absolutely not. But look, we saw the we saw the, the the poor old warriors get pumped the week before, and we thought, nah, this nah, isn't good enough. Not on our watch. We organised a, a fresh shipment, and look, look at that. Look Who at lasted that. the distance? Yeah. Who went the big lift? Tank water. Tank water. <laughs> Hydrates the cells, mate. Yeah, it's really good. Hydrates the cells. It's like doping almost, but but, but it's but you can't, but it's legalized doping because yeah. you can't you can't expect you the can't, people of Tamworth to abandon a winning formula. Well, you also well not just abandon winning formula. What is Tamworth not allowed to drink water? Well, that's exactly. Are you going to ban an entire town? The, the are right you going to drink water? Are you going to ban everyone west of the Great Dividing Range from a nice drop of tank water? Is that what you're telling me? Because I won't have it. And the nation won't have it. The great state of New South Wales won't have it. Tom. No. Well, there'd, there'd be laws stopping. There would be laws. There would have to be laws. I don't know what they are. D or Dave may be able to find them, but there'd yeah. be laws. There'd be laws somewhere. 
for sure. But the Warriors got the got the the job done. <laughs> got the job done. And was happy to see it. Now, was the next game Souths v the Titans? No, the next game was Eels. Oh, Eels Penrith. Penrith. Now, I've never been more certain of anything after this game. Eels getting the win, I think 16-10, Dior. Eels the most overrated team in, in rugby league. So overrated. So overrated. Oh, wow. We've gone this far. What are we, five games undefeated? No one gives a fuck, Eels fans. I'm sorry, but you're overrated. I will say this. I will say this to Eels fans. It, it, must, be, it must be refreshing to have a team that's capable of winning some football games. Yes. That must, that must be nice. And for a team, a club who has experienced loss more than anyone else almost. Well, sort of like perpetually disappointed. Who, has, who have spent most of your supporting lives if you're under 40 you've never seen him fucking yeah win a the cop. longest premiership drought in the in the game's history currently mm-hmm. like active yeah. premiership drought you've got almost more spoons than anyone except for the rabbitos have been in the comp since 1908 yeah. i mean you're just dripping in spoons yeah absolutely. you're dripping in losses you're dripping in controversy you're dripping in in mediocrity yes so I can understand that a couple of wins here and there must be nice for the soul. Oh, absolutely. And and but I wonder how much they're going. Stop talking about us being premiership favourites. Now Mate, you're either going to love it or you're going to realise that it's just going to jinx you. Mate, almost every team is going to get jinxed in that position. There's only a handful of teams that can stand up and and go, yeah, I'm favourite, and push and push and push to the W. Yeah, it's not that often you see it, and it won't happen for the Eels, unfortunately. I think the Eels crescendo is that the right word yeah in like whatever what week are we in five is that week five deal dave it was yeah week 12 ish yeah week 13 ish yeah and then i think it's just a slow decline into gripping onto a final eight spot and yeah. then they just go out first round they that's what i see at the bottom of the ladder and then they just go out they go out in a pile of poo yeah like real St. George Illawarra stuff of yesteryear. Mm. You know because I, I mean? think once the pressure's applied and the pressure, the pressure being, you know, finals footy. October sh- football. Yeah, October football. They'll shit themselves. Oh, yeah. Safe to say. Penrith, meh, you know. Meh. Cleary did nothing for my supercoach team. So yeah. thanks for that, brah. Yeah, well. 30 points or something. I had to captain him in him draft because I had no one. I had losers everywhere. So... <laughs> I thought I'll roll the dice and I've captained him and he's played a shocker and Benny Porter got, he had Ryan Madison got like fucking 90 points and then double that 180, whatever. Pissed off. <laughs> Pissed off. So Cleary, uh, mate, get your act together. Yeah. You're fucked up. I thought you might bounce back, try to right some wrongs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like put your hand up and be counted sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm the incumbent New South Wales half. I've fucked up. I've let my old man down. I've left, I've left down the great people of Penrith. Game of rugby league even. The game of rugby league, certainly, Tom. I think I thought he bounces back and goes, mm. "Listen, I'm back. Sorry, I'm. Oh, how's this for an apology? Mm. Nothing. Oh, that's right. You're not that good. Ah, oh, that's right. Sorry. Look, plenty to work with. Plenty to work with. But I look. Football on Friday was good. Two great games. Love the both of them. Tight contest, Tom. Just love rugby league. Tight contest, mate. Yeah. Rugby league, the winner. Yeah. Rugby league, the winner. South got the win over the Titans, which was expected. Now, I will say this. Obviously, Sunday I was bounced, yeah? Mm. So what was I doing on Saturday? Bouncing. Bouncing. When I'm bouncing, I'm not watching a whole lot of rugby league. Like, I'll watch it, but I'm not watching it. You're like, not I'm there. distracted. You're not present. I'm distracted. Yes. And by then, I was pretty pissed. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't really watch any of the Saturday games. I do know that Latrell looked pretty good in the highlights. Well, I've heard he's upgraded his ramp. He has. I heard he went to the 16 gigs. He was running with four. He's going to 16. You can't run on four at no. fullback. You no. just can't. No. 
No. The operating so, system won't hold up to it. No, no, no. What, unless you're win- running Windows 95, yeah. which he was. He clearly was. Certainly at fullback. Windows 95 ain't going to cut it at fullback. No, no, no. <laughs> Windows 95 is not going to cut it anywhere. No. Shout out to my dad who, just on Windows 95, my old man is completely technologically illiterate and he had to have, he hired some people called geeks to you. <laughs> to come and help him with his new computer and they were or to help him with his computer like set it up no like it, plug it in this and was because this wasn't a new one he was he needed he has since got a new one but this was like i need help with my computer at home and they get there and they look at it and they go bruh you have windows 95 operating on this thing he's like what's that is that bad he's like like yeah 1995 and he's like he's like right they're like this shouldn't be working i don't know how this thing's even still going dude are you serious? Yeah, bro. Windows 95. Windows 95? Yeah, this was like a, a month ago. Oh, my God. So, shout out to Dad. How old is his computer? I have no idea, dude. I've never fucking looked at it. You've never like, looked at it? Nah, because... What I mean, does he use it for? Clearly not much, bro, because if you do use it, like, he, he barely knows how to Google, you know? Like, he's did Windows 95 had the internet on it? You'd hope so. But look, he's not a big, you know what I mean? he's not a big computer guy. I remember using Windows 95 in like computer class. You remember we used to have computer classes in primary school? Like I do. P- computers were the new on the scene and there'd yeah. be like a, a lesson here and there where you went and here's like how you used use it. Here's how you use it. That was Windows 95. That's shit. how old we are. God, the young P's and D's be like, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. There was literally classes for the use of yeah, computers. Bro. There were computer labs. I re- there was. <laughs> you remember yes. that? I remember when we got our first computer at home. It was yeah, like, so do holy I. Holy shit. So do I. We had the computer in like one room of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm literally, you know, watching fucking Steve Maddow highlights while I take a dump. I remember the first time we got the internet and it blew my mind. And we I got was, like the modem from the post office, I'm pretty sure. And like just it was being really... comfortable with the di- the slow dial up. Do you remember you used to have to connect to the internet? I remember that where you had to like yeah, dial up. press the button and it'd be like. Yeah, it would like dial in. And like you had to remember your long ass passwords. And then you were on. And then it was like, all right, here's four hours to illegally download a song from fucking LimeWire. Oh, uh, LimeWire, thanks for coming. Thanks for everything, LimeWire. LimeWire, without you, I wouldn't be the man I am. Do today. you remember some of like the first songs you downloaded? Mine were like uh, like Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Like it was before you were, when you were young and before you had like a really like. Uh, a, a musical taste that was developed over like a life lived. It was like, oh, this was some like Ice Ice Baby or um, Hammer Time. I have I have no recollection. Yeah, I remember having all those weird fucking songs. I remember. Yeah, I don't really. No, nah, whatever. Shout anyway. out to LimeWire. Trell's upgraded his RAM is what we're yeah. talking about. <laughs> He's upgraded his RAM. I didn't watch the game. No, nah, he looked good. He looked good. Yeah, I liked that. Saw the highlights. I liked that. I'm similar to you in terms of the Saturday Night Rugby League. Saturday, like Super Saturday, is a great concept. I mm. love it. But if you're in the middle of a bounce out, you don't watch much footy. I wonder whether it'd be better to do it during the day. Maybe not. I just don't. S- they are during the game. Three, five, seven. Three o'clock is in yeah, the day. Yeah, I missed three. Watched a bit of five and then didn't watch any of the fucking late ones, 7 30. What was the scores, though? Because that's what I was trying to remember. <laughs> Storm. Storm Knights. Dominant. Yeah, uh, we got D.I. Dave here, yeah, little Storm dick rider. And I say you that watch with it? utmost respect. I watched it at 6am on Sunday morning. You got uh, up early or no, you stayed no, I, up? I got home after 
drinking about half a bottle of rum after work and Oi, then watched it as it got light day. outside. Did you really? Yeah. That's a big lift, Dior. That's a yeah. huge lift. Well, any any I mean, takeaways? Oh, the first half we played, we were up, I think it was 18-2 at the break and like just shut them out. Like dominant display. Yeah. Of they didn't even look like scoring. I mm. do remember seeing something like that where it was like Storm pumping the Knights where we thought the Knights were going to. You thought. Yeah. Uh, did you not? No. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I certainly thought they did with Ponga shaking his hips like Shakira. Beedman Shakira Best. hips. Yeah, Shakira. Beedman Best doing the damn thing. Mm. But no. Mm. Anyway. But look, it wasn't a game for me. Obviously, I know D or Dave emotionally connected. One that I really gave a fuck about. No, no. Not at all. But Sunday, I did care. I sort of cared about the Sunday game because I wanted to see how the Dragons would go, right? I'm mm. like, what's going to happen here? Bunch of team changes. Heaps of team changes. Like, apparently they've got some panel now where they're voting on changes to the team. Like, it's Mary McGregor's lost, like, basically all control of his team. Yeah, he's just a figurehead now. Well, he's a figurehead of sorts. Queen stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, they've gone Ben Hunt off the bench. Played a blinder off the bench at hooker. Yeah. McInnes goes to the back row. I will say this. McInnes got the head for lock. Well, he's, his head is... He's got ten, the head for lock. He's definitely got a head for lock. He's got his head for any for just like any tough-ass position in rugby league. I'm interested to know what his plan is for that front tooth that's missing. Leave it out. But I'm just trying to work out whether he's like up for sponsorship. Can we sponsor that tooth? You know, get an HSP logo and we're like, listen, we'll pay you some money to... to like, I'm just trying to work out why... Contractually, under the current enterprise bargaining agreement, Tom, yeah. between the Players Union and the NRL, would there be an allowance there for, for sponsored teeth? I just think it's something to, to put the feelers out there for and see how it's going. I mean, he's, he's pictured every match, post-game interview, proudly supporting the black... Well, the black hole where a tooth would be. You know what is probably the best way to go about it, Tom? I think, and this is just my feeling, mm. is that we approach Cameron first, and that's obviously through the power of the punter and, and the, the dribbler. dribbler. Yeah. Just slide into his DMs or maybe on his comments and respectfully yeah. ask how he'd feel if we about us sponsoring him to get, a tooth. to get a tooth, obviously. With the logo of the Hello Sport podcast. That's right. That's right. Now, how we get the logo on there is... We'd obviously consult with a dentist about yeah. how to do this safely, ethically, yeah. and yeah. most importantly, whether or not it's wrapped effectively. Whether we wrap it in some sort of like mouth-friendly sticker, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Saliva retardant sticker. Yeah, saliva retardant <laughs> sticker. I mean, this sort of technology exists. It obviously, has to well, exist. the CEO invented it many exactly, years ago. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, look, go into WikiLeaks. Yeah. You'll, you'll find out all about the, the saliva retardant. The saliva retardant stickers. Stickers that um, obviously um, little known but highly effective. Highly effective. Highly effective. Now, whether or not Cameron's open to something like that, I'd be interested to know. I think the power and the punter and the dribbler, I'd like them to ask on our behalf yeah. just because it's, it feels a little more organic. Well, it does. I mean, it's, and look, when we talk about the power of the punter and the dribbler, I think I may have forgotten to mention this in the early exchanges of the podcast. You did, yes. But JBL are ponying up with some new headphones. Well, I think it's worth touching on that. Yeah. This is purely based on the power of the punter and the dribbler. Which should surprise no, no one. one. If, you're a, if you're a first-time listener, it might. But get used to it, bro. This happens every other week. Now, firstly, I think we had uh, we had one P and D hit up a current affair and Tracy Grimshaw directly, which I liked. Well, that we just showed real fucking get up and go, which we liked. We liked that. 
Uh, JBL obviously saw that. We drew their attention to it, and that got them a little bit nervous. That got their toes tapping a little bit. Well, because they started to, to poke around and ask questions, this is a current affair. Yes. Tracy put the hands out there and started asking questions that no one wanted to answered. answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, shit. When, when, when you got Big Trace coming after you. Yeah. A presence. Yeah. She's a presence in that She's world. a bloody, she's an animal of the journalistic sphere. She can ruin you overnight. Yes. And she's ruined many a life. Yeah. For, you know, moderately questionable causes. <laughs> um, so JBL. But not on this occasion. No, no, no. So we had the P's and D's start to obviously chastise JBL as well. Draw to their attention what was, you know, a really uh, a crime against. Uh, how, how they tried the to pull that community off. community almost. How they tried to pull that off. The warranty that doesn't cover use yeah. is, makes me sick. It's ridiculous. And now, obviously, they haven't arrived yet, so they could be wool-pulling us. But I will say this, JBL, it's a little disappointing that I had to, that we had to turn to the P's and D's for this. Like, we, you know... Shouldn't sh have to. You shouldn't have to do that. You should be able to see that this was a fucking bullshit situation mm. and just give me some new headphones. But unfortunately, and we hate doing this... Mm. In fact, you know, that we, we had to sick the dribbles on you. Yeah, yeah. And sick them we did. And sick they did. They went sick. They went after them. So JBL, you know. In they this, went the big sick. They went the big sick. In these COVID times, you should be doing better. But I appreciate that, you know, Tracy Grimshaw and the P's and D's help you see straight. And now you've got free headphones. And I think I'm actually getting a better model. You're getting upgraded I ones. I think I'm getting upgraded ones. Yeah. Which does leave a pair of still working... Kind of broken taped headphones that I'm happy to auction off a signed pair of broken JBL headphones. Auction them off? Well, sorry, not auction. Do we want to charge money or do we just want to donate them? I think you donate them yeah. to a dribbler in need. To a dribbler in need. So if you don't mind getting uh, pleather on your low, yeah, and you don't obviously mind. You might have to retape these things every once in a while, but if you're in the business of you know, being happy to de-pleather your lobes after every use. These might be for you. They still work. They still work. Tom's worn them. Tom's a mover and shaker. That's it. Tom's a big deal. We'll sign them. Get D or Dave to sign it. Do you want to sign them? We'll sign them. They're signed. You can get a signed pair of Tom's broken JBL, broken JBL, headphones. JBL headphones. All you need to do is... Ask for them. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and pay postage. <laughs> and pay postage that's right now is it first in best dressed I think it's just whoever puts up the best case do they call the dribbler hotline or is it just just fucking DM inbox. us bro just in yeah okay and then you pick we'll, if it's good we'll, if it's good we'll give you the headphones if it's not then I'll Otherwise, just Dave throw can have in them. the bin Dave can have them I'm sure Dave's got better fucking headphones than these uh, he definitely would way better but he might want still them. though these could be a price possession who knows we'll ask Dave yeah but if we like what you say you would get them um, but shout out to JBL. Shout out to JBL. Back to the Dragons and obviously yeah. us trying to get uh, to sponsor um, Cam McGuinness's missing tooth. Mm. I just think it's it's a great opportunity for a bit of synergy between the podcast and, and a throbber and Cameron McGuinness. Yes. Now, obviously, this isn't Dragons related because we aren't fans of the Dragons, but we are fans of missing teeth. I'm, we're fans of missing teeth and we're fans of tough footy players. Honest, yeah. hard, reliable footy players that get into the, the tough stuff, Tom. I guess we can also... We make 60 tackles a game. We and can identify an opportunity when it presents itself and a missing tooth that isn't sponsored. That looks to me, when I see that missing, that dark space in it, where in his mouth, I see advertising dollars. 
That's what I see. And I see a void that needs to be filled. That's it. That's what I see. I see I see light. I see the logo. I see light there. where there should be where there is darkness. Yeah. That's what I see. And I'm like, we need to get our logo on that fucking dark spot right there. Yeah. Yeah. Every time he does a post game interview. Bang. What's that? What's oh that? shit. Is that the Hello Sport podcast? On his tooth. Yeah. You're dead right it is. It's impressive. So reach out to Cameron. Yes, P's and D's. Reach out respectfully to Cameron. Offer him the sponsorship opportunity. Now, that game, Eddie, where the Dragons did get the win, congratulations to the dirty merger club that is the St. George of Dragons. But that now re- uh, resides the Sharks to the position of the worst team in the NRL. I don't like what the Sharks are about currently. Mm. I don't like their aura. No. I don't like the way they approach their football team. No. I don't like it. They've got... Too many good players. They were kind of like the Dragons. They're actually a wor- they were an even better example of a team dripping in throbbers in inverted mm. commas mm. that don't they they don't perform. Mm. No, they, they don't. Dugan, Moylan, Sean Johnson firing blanks, Chad Townsend, Fafida, Wade Graham, fucking Jesse Ramian, who I've heard has the biggest dick in the NRL. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? People, man. I've just heard. Oh, people. People that know that know him. People that've been around it. No, he's got that. Apparently, Mr. Ramian. <laughs> sure, sure. You we'll, know, we'll... he's up there with soft the soft Georges of the world, the soft Jesse. <laughs> soft Jesse. Okay. Soft Jesse. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where it sits on the soft George scale, but apparently, it sits mm. pretty well. Yeah, I bet it does. I bet um, it does. But, mate, you're absolutely right. I mean, with all the throbbers they've got, where they're at, I'm just, you know, it's How about effort and desire. I'd, who knows, mate? Is John, is John Morris still the cap, coach? Yeah, and there's yarns. I've heard yarns that... Eddie Jones? <laughs> yeah. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard and something that only Cronulla would do. Mate, Matty Johns is convinced that Eddie Jones wants to coach a rugby league side. Like, convinced. I'd actually love it if it happened now that I've... I've, I've Apparently he's obsessed with the game. It's ridiculous, but also... I but would, is it ridiculous? I'd support it. Is How ridiculous is it? He loves the game. You know what? It's ridiculous enough for it to happen in the game of rugby league. He, can't coach, he can't coach the England forever. Well, he also can't coach them now. No, he can't. When's international rugby coming? I think you just go, listen, I lost the World Cup. That was my chance at glory. The boys played an absolute shocker in the final against South Africa. Got beaten by by anyone's you know estimation. Yeah. Not a great football side, no. South Africa. They weren't one of the all time sides. No, they couldn't, got. I couldn't name one person. No, I couldn't team. name anyone. Couldn't name anyone. They got beaten well and comprehensively. Right. I mm. think you just go listen. Maybe maybe this isn't for me. Maybe yeah. this isn't for me. They, maybe maybe I, over the Sharkies. Yeah. I mean, rugby is dying. And I look to the game that's growing. Mm. No offense to the dribblers, but no, like you but know what I mean. That's just that is what's happening, unfortunately. Did you see that Buzz Rothfield? Now Buzz, uh, you know, never short of an opinion. Certainly a red-faced, uh, boozy old dribbler. Getting getting more dribbly. Certainly, but that comes with age. Unfortunately, I feel like you lose grasp of your faculties. You lose touch. You lose touch. Buzz blaming mullet haircuts for the sharks. <laughs> gonna bring this up. Like, bruh, what did he say? He goes, I worry about the discipline at this club. People think I'm nitpicky, but did you see all those mullet haircuts yesterday? There you go. Now, Dior Dave, that's got to be the quickest Dior in the history of Dioring, and it was fantastic. He's getting quicker and quicker and quicker. 
if you were like quick draw a cowboy, Dior. yeah, if you quick were, draw <laughs> Dior, quick draw Dior, <laughs> mate, you wouldn't have died if you're out there no, in the wild west, bro. No, absolute animal on the quick draw Dior there. Yeah. So read it one more time for us, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I was too impressed. To yeah, listen. I was too impressed. Uh, he goes, I worry about the discipline at this club. People think I'm nitpicky, but did you see all those mullet haircuts yesterday? Now. I will say this. Now, we have spoken at length about our support and solidarity with the balding community of, of this fine country, really globally, but we've spoken to Australians maybe initially. You and I, and Dior Dave for that matter, follically gifted. Buzz Rothfield, clearly a balding man holding onto, you know, quickly thinning hair. Is he one to criticise people for their hairstyle? Mate, like, if you watch NRL 360... And you look at how each member is presented. Like, that's when Hooper's on there yeah, and Ken yeah, yeah. and I can. Buzz is the most disheveled on right. there by a country mile. It's like, get your own house in order, yeah, bro. Wait, you are the fucking. Room. You don't look like Brian Gosling last time I checked, bro. <laughs> exactly, Do you know what I mean? Dude. Like, you're not dressed like him in fucking Crazy Stupid Love. No, you're not. You don't look like him, sure, but you're you not... look like Steve Carell yeah. pre Ryan Gosling's yeah, glow up. You, that's exactly <laughs> right. You're dressed like Steve Carell pre glow up. You need Ryan Gosling to that's come what... in there and shave your head and put some concealer on your face. Yeah, and stop wearing like size 54 suits when you're yeah. like a 48. Yeah, mate. dude, your jackets are too big. They're why you're drowning to <laughs> death in your jackets, man. You might be the first man to drown in a jacket. Probably why you're writing these cracked articles. Yeah. Because you're literally drowning in your own jacket. In your own jacket. You're struggling to get to the bloody keyboard or typewriter. Well, you know, he's not getting enough oxygen, no. mate. Which is dangerous, Buzz. It's We're that... worried about you as well. And it's like when you go, apparently when you go up to Everest, Tom, that you can only spend... You're like, talking about the uh, Everest, Everest. Sort of tallest mountain on the planet, yeah, yeah. If you go above 8,000 metres, the air is so thin up that you can only spend a couple of... Like, not long up there at all. Otherwise, the more you do, the less your faculties work. You end up having, like, the, the brain capacity of a two-year-old child. Are we concerned that Buzz is typing his stories on Everest? <laughs> That's right. Because he's engulfed in the jacket, he's getting 20%, 30% oxygen, mate. So he's actually got the mental capacity of a two-year-old. Yes! That's Shit, what I'm saying. Shit, Buzz. That's what I'm saying. That's no way to live your life, bro. No way to live your life, Buzz. So you need you need a glow-up. crazy stupid Yesterday. Buzz. <laughs> Crazy, stupid buzz. He needs a glow up yesterday. So we need Ryan Gosling. Now, Punish Dribblers, I don't know if Gosling's got an Instagram, but we need to broach this topic with either Buzz or Ryan or both about getting Buzz a glow up. Because, I mean, listen, it's it's not fair for Buzz to be throwing stones at mullets when his jackets are too big. He's, dr he's literally drowning in his own he's jacket. He's drowning in his own jacket. His hair is wispy at best. <laughs> And, you could do more with it. And he's got the reddest face. Well, he refuses to wear a bit of concealer. I mean, listen, it's 2020, Buzz. Blokes can wear concealer. It's all We're right. Not, mate, if you think I'm buying that that's blush you've asked to have applied. No. No. I'm sorry. That, are they rosy red cheeks from blush? No. I doubt it, Buzz. You're not blushed up, bro. As a psoriasis sufferer myself, that looks to me, Eddie, just from my clinical opinion, either rosacea, psoriasis, <laughs> or red wine. <laughs> Induced, you know what I mean? Burst capillaries or whatever it is from like lots of wine. You're absolutely right. So he needs to get his house in order before he starts throwing shade against people with mullets. But I dare say, Tom, I dare say, I dare say that if he goes the glow up, he stops drowning in his own jacket, he applies the foundation, the takes a shower, takes a shower, cleans up his his house, gets 100 percent oxygen again. Yeah, stop typing articles at Everest. And I, I don't think he writes the mullet article anymore. No. That's what I think. Yeah. I think he comes back to his senses and goes, holy shit, I've spent the last 20 years 
In in a day. Yeah, yeah. As, with a, the brain of a two year old with severe oxygen. How have I still got a job? <laughs> well, he's writing for the Daily Telegraph, the well, Men's Women's right. Weekly. Like, like to be honest, he might get sacked after he stops after he gets the oxygen back to full. <laughs> well, you can go to the Australian or something. Like, there'd, there'd be work for him. There'd be work. We'll find work for you, Buzz. You can come work for us. You, can, you can be D or Dave's assistant. Well, I just don't want to see him go to an early grave, Tom, no. off the back of oxygen deprivation. No. Now, what is Buzz's age? Because I feel like the term early might be a little bit generous. Oh, I'm looking. It's... Pre predates the internet, uh, you know, history yeah. searches. Could be. Uh, it's probably not something he wants to have out there. I mean, he doesn't have his own Wikipedia page, so... Interesting. Punters, dribblers, really please make Buzz Rothfield a Wikipedia page. And I reckon if you were the first to make it, you could have like free reign. They're not going to question you. No, just and if you need sources, just like put us in the source. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can you can quote us. Quote us. Podcast legends. Hello, sport. It says here, it's on the Daily Telegraph. It says he's a forty-three year veteran of sports journalism. So forty-three years working in the industry, you'd add. He would have been there when he was twenty, 20 wouldn't he? That, yeah, yeah, right. So he's so he's sixties. I think he's in his seventies. Buzz, Roth Buzz Rothfield is old as fuck. I would say 70s. Why do you say that? Because he looks in his 70s. That's what I'm saying. Oxygen deprivation. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. I'm still thinking probably 70s, but oxygen deprivation is, you know, I mean, it's unavoidable. It's a real, it's real. It's, a, it's real. It's as real as it gets. Yeah. Uh, but look, oh, are Tom and I going to organize the glow up for Buzz? Maybe not. We might, be too we might be too busy. We're probably busy. It'll be, it's We're just saying he needs one. He needs one. one, and maybe it's up to the P's and D's to try and orchestrate that. I don't know. We're certainly not doing it. We've got bigger fish to fry, uh, and we don't want to get into it, but we do. Um, we want you to get into it for us. Yeah, that's kind of it. We do this, so you do the shit we ask. like <laughs> In a roundabout way. And we appreciate it. We love it. But I'm not about to go and orchestrate it. Look... If Ryan Gosling's into it, then I'll help. Ryan, if you're listening. Ryan, if you're listening. Please reach out. Um, finally, on Rugby League, Eddie, I don't know if you've got anything else, but I just wanted to acknowledge our Lord and Saviour, St. Peter Volandis, the great and powerful St. Peter Volandis, who has come out and said that he wants to buy an NRL jet. Mm. Mm. Air Rugby League. Air Volandis. Air Volandis. Yeah, I think... I think that's appropriate. Ev Landy's only because, like it's, well, it's just a nice nod, a gentle nod to what he's done for the game. Air St. Peter, Air St. Peter, St. Peter Air, St. Peter Air. It's all good. Look, we can work that out, but to basically fly everyone around. Yeah. Apparently, they've been absolutely loving it. They get there four hours before the game, and then they get home. They leave two hours after the game. Oh, so the players are loving it. Loving it. They, oh, don't really? to, they don't have to stay in hotels. They fucking hate staying in hotels. Yeah, I guess you probably would get come over down a the bit. commercial air, like uh, like yeah, commercial fucking with the punters and dribblers. Yeah, that's a pain at the airport ass. getting yelled at. I mean, some of the dribblers that we have calling. Imagine them. Imagine seeing them. People seeing... are, are fucking at the airport. Yeah. Then you got to go stay. Imagine Neil Southern over Castro and just oh, happens at the airport yeah. when the Who, and he's just and through. he's just happened to add fifty rams. Like yeah. Fair Bradman and best walks past. Yeah. Oh, good lord, poor old Bradman gives him a bloody ear. He'd never be the same player. Would no, he? he wouldn't. He'd probably retire. He probably would. So they go down. They stay the night before. Then they stay the night after and it's you know that's two nights out of your week if you go back to back like yeah it's a pain in the ass anyway so apparently they're loving it yeah nice well i'd love to see a whole fleet of air of air landies mm. each mm. team get one and then they were talking about just renting them out to other sports teams 
they 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 said maybe Super Rugby would use it. I was like, mm. uh, maybe some of their players would be fucking working on them. Yeah, serving peanuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Air hostesses and maybe pilots. Yeah, yeah. I can't see them renting it. No. Not when they let go of a third of their workforce. Yeah, unless anyway. you're giving them serious mates rates, mm, mm. which I imagine you're not because Peter's an animal and he's probably just trying to bury every other code. But oh, it, it, that's, it's got a nice ring to it, St. Peter Air, and the idea that our boys are flying around first class, like private, yep. PJ stuff. Yeah. I think that's nice for the game. Mm. I think it's nice for rugby league, Tom. I think rugby league's reached PJ status. It has. It has. New rights still in the bank. Yeah. Billions of dollars to spend. Why not buy a jet? Fuck now, it. Fuck it. Live a little. <laughs> Live a little. <laughs> what it shows is... It's been a tough year. <laughs> it's been a really tough year. And you deserve to splash some cash. Now, listen. Were they caught with their swimming nude <laughs> when the tide went out? Yes. That was yesterday. That was fucking last week's problem. Tide's back in, baby. Tide's back in and we're all naked. Let's get jets. Yeah, let's get jets. Don't need a couple. I mean, more than... Probably two's enough. Three. Uh, Two to th- look. I'm not. I'm not turning my nose up at four jets. Look, if you want to give Manly one exclusively, we'll take it. But I just think you want to have a spare jet. Yes. If you can afford to have a spare jet, which we can now as a game, billions of dollars in the bank. Billions of dollars in the bank. Tides well and truly in. I'll ask you this: What billionaire doesn't have a boat or a plane? Rather. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, you know. Every billionaire has his own plane. We've got a billion dollars. We've got heaps of billions. We've got more than one billion. So we should have two jets. We should have at least two jets or a jet per billion. Yeah. That's the metric. That's the metric. A jet per billion. So, you know, I just like that Pete has taken the reins and gone, Tide was out. Tide's not out anymore. Let's get some shit. Let's get some shit. Let's get some cool shit. Let's get some shit while everyone's stoked on yeah. how we're doing. While the getting's good, let's get some shit. That's what you. By the time the strike while the iron's hot. Strike while the iron's hot, Tom. By the time the by the time the tide goes out again, PVL ain't going to be anywhere to be seen. Look, and if we'll we be have prime minister, he'll be like, "Fuck, I know, wasn't but my even, fault." But even still, even if we have another pandemic, Tom, we've got a couple of assets in the form That's of private it. jets. We've got some planes. Yes, they may have depreciated off the fucking face of a cliff. I'm, I mean, if they're anything like <laughs> the moment cars, they leave the shop. Yeah, well, if they're anything like cars, that's the case. Yeah. But I like to think that an asset's always an asset. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People always want planes. As always well. want jets. We're still... I mean, Jetstar's using jets from the 60s. Yeah, yeah. People so, always want jets. I mean, these fucking jets, will, these will last. These will last. These they will make last. smart... It's a smart investment. I think that's it's smart footy, Tom. Yeah, it's real smart footy. And then what about, like, for, say, your Sydney-based clubs, we just get a fleet of jet skis. <laughs> so it's like, you know, if the Roosters have to go across to Brookie... Dan Parrot, oh yeah, they just go through the harbour out, out around the heads and and then you, and in, you go. In, into Manly and then up you go. Thanks for coming. Whereas you know, if you want to go to Parramatta, you just go straight down the Parramatta River. River. Piece of piss. Penrith, I don't know, down the Parramatta, the Nepean, well, the Hawkesbury. You'll yeah, be able to find yeah, your way. There's certain, water finds a way, so we'll it's, find a way. You probably get motorbikes. You probably go all the way up to the central coast, up to like the Mooney Mooney Bridge, and then you go up the Hawkesbury. Snake your way back down. Yeah, snake your way through the Hawkesbury, past Wiseman's Ferry and shit. I mean, it's beautiful dual. country up there. <laughs> it's, but it's not a bad jet ski. No. Good for team camaraderie. Yeah. A nice collective fucking jet ski up Hoon the Hawkesbury. up the coastline. Beautiful, mate. Great for the I soul. was just up the Central Coast. Beautiful part of the world. Down to Wollongong, out the heads and down and the coast. straight down. <laughs> I'll just jump in to say, boys, idea's great. Jet skis are banned in Sydney Harbour, but between Nick Politis and Peter Vlandis, you'd think they can renegotiate there a few laws in their yeah. favour. Like, easily. I, I, mean, uh, I don't think, Dave. Yeah. I know. Consi- 
Is someone knocking at the door? No, it was oh. my foot. Oh, God. I'm just excited about this jet about ski. About the jet skis yeah, and yeah, jets. Yeah. And yeah, no, no, perfect. I was just making sure. Jets, jet skis. Jets, jet skis, motorbikes, maybe. A fleet of scooters. I like the, the idea, clubs. like the Harbour City, mate. I like the idea of getting boys on jet skates. Speaks to the the emerald, the diamond of the city, the harbour, and the, the heart wa- of and the, the city. and the waterways yeah. that that run off at times. Exactly. I think jet skis is a great way to see the city, but also a nod to this great city of ours, and the, the, basically that what was at its very core, the lifeblood of the city. Still is. The city started Still is. around this beautiful harbour of ours, and it'd be nice to see, you know, in some pre-game rev up on Channel 9 or Fox, just the boys slow-mo cruising, <laughs> fucking out the heads. Down to Wollongong. Down to Wollongong. How long would that take? It wouldn't take long. Oh, what, like fucking 15 hours? <laughs> no, I don't think so. You get the the big fuckers on what, a flat day. What a thousand cc's or something? Yeah, well, on a flat day you could. Oh, be, flat day. Flat day'd be quick. Yeah. Obviously, if there was a bit of swell about, you might have to leave a bit earlier. Oh, fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's allow for traffic. <laughs> Inclement traffic conditions. Well, you'd have to allow for traffic if you were going down to like you know Cogra or something. I mean, if it was a beautiful day down at La Perouse, fucking fishing down at Sands, Well, down at Brightless Sands, that there's. I'm sure some of our listeners. Big jet skis area jet down ski at heart of the country, Sands. really. Yeah. Brightonless Sands is the jet ski heart of of the entire jet ski movement. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously you've got to allow for traffic through there if you're going to Cogra, so. But otherwise, 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 I, I don't see any on. issues. I don't see any issues. No, I don't see any issues. Mate. Victoria probably used the jet. No, with Sydney, well, Melbourne's not a city. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's right. So if you're going interstate, we'll use the the NRL planes. Well, the AFL teams couldn't use them either. Not a not a Harbour City, Melbourne. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? No, no. That's like get the tram stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yawn. Well, they'd probably do a tram with. Well, the yawn. All, all or the yawn. Oh, who cares? Boring. Yeah, yuck. Trains and trams are for losers. We'll take jets and jet skis, bro. Um, <laughs> jets and jet skis, bro. We'll say this before we sign off for rugby league, Tom. <laughs> Always warms my heart. Mm. I know it warms yours. Mm. And increasingly Dior Dave's heart too. That we've got listeners in the right places. Obviously Sticky of Raiders head coach fame. Yeah. Listens to the podcast. He's obviously yeah. a big fan. He loves yeah. our work. We yeah. get messages from time to time. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. close. Thanks for the potty this week, boys. Cheers, Stick. Sticky obviously has a funny relationship sometimes with members of the media. Maybe your classes as member of the media. Maybe you don't. I think we are. Mm. Oh, well, I mean, look. But he does our own. Generally speaking, doesn't like criticism, but took our criticism, Tom, on the chin last week. Listen to what we had to stay, say. Understood that, yeah, the boys getting a bit big for their boots, mm. or were. They'd gone away from the milk pregame, halftime, full Time. rhetoric mm. and game plan. Mm. You know, which which you know, birth success well, previously. Yeah, don't go away from what works. But they've gone back to it. That was they, nice to see. Wasn't they've it? gone back to the full cream. They've gone back to what works. They've got runs on the board. They got a gutsy win over West. Admittedly, West's not that good, but a win's a win in this game. Hey, a, a two points are two points, and uh, it was beautiful to see thirteen throbbers and with four on the bench spewing. At every stoppage in play, white milk, lime milk in some cases, all over the ground. It was good to see a bit of lime milk on the belly. Yeah. That's what I like to see. Lime, lime the, the the belly with lime milk. Yes. It sort of galvanizes the community as well, going, look at these fucking boys. Just tough as, tough tough as, as nails. Tough as nails. Guts full of milk. <laughs> Gutsy win. Gutsy win. Spewing everywhere. This is rugby league. Yeah. This is Australia. That's the Canberra I love. Yeah. That's the Raiders I love. Yeah. 
So Good to have him back. Sticky, listen. Congrats to Sticky as well on 400th game coached. Yeah. Dior Dave, I don't want to be mean-spirited, but can you just look at his win-loss ratio? On it. Obviously, this is a celebration of Ricky. I'm just interested to know, as a coach. We're getting there. That's okay. Mm. Don't worry, quick draw, Dior. You've done well. Yeah, you put the pressure on me. Yeah, well, look, you don't always have to be that quick. That one almost seemed impossibly quick. Yeah, that was frighteningly quick. That was frightening. Almost like you had predicted it somewhere. Yeah, that was ready to go. Because someone, one of the great punters and dribblers, did put that in the, the punters and dribblers Facebook page. Great place to mine for content, actually, Dave. Very well done. Just can't fucking... He just... At every corner. Jeez, I look forward to the day he fucks up royally and then we can just bury him. <laughs> shoot him. Yeah, we'll shoot him and then bury him. Respectfully. Has, respectfully, of course. You're probably our longest serving intern. To date, I would say so. Mm. I, have, I haven't been able to remember most interns' names in the past. They're so quickly have they gone. <laughs> disappeared. As soon as they walked in the door, yeah. they were removed. They disappeared. Dear days. All right, here we go. So coaching total win percentage actually at fifty percent right now. Even but, um, so, that was really high. Obviously, early days at the Roosters, he was getting up in the sixty percentage wins. Mm. Two thousand two, two thousand six at the Roosters, uh, Sharkies after that forty two percent wins. Yeah. Then his year at Parramatta, rubbish thirty uh, five wins from the season. Oof. Remember then, he sacked everyone and then and left. then bounced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a fucking like just a outrageous behaviour. It was like. Bringing everyone in for these meetings, sacks them all, and then it's like, uh, actually... Actually, Don just called me, I'm off. <laughs> yeah, I'm, out. I'm out too. <laughs> Good luck fixing this shithole. Yeah, but so 200 games in total, 199 wins, two draws. That's actually not as horrible as I thought. I was, for some reason, thinking it'd be like 33%, which is horrendous. 400 games in total. 400, 400 coached. Yeah, coaching games, yeah. yeah. 100, and 200 yeah. wins. 198 wins, two draws. Uh, shout out to Rick yeah. Shout out to Rick but And shout out to the milk Good rep coaching win percentage actually For Australia 91% wins Easy job coaching Easy. Australia I could get that Yeah Although New South Wales Origin 44% win rate Not bad Not bad well, Considering who was up against years, yeah. It was during the dark years That's not um, bad Nah it's alright Rick Thanks for everything bro Alright this podcast is brought to you by our good friends at baggycaps.com.au The uh, makers of The facilitators of our fine baggy greens that allow people entry into the Hello Sport 11. Tom, if I had a cricket team looking to play some good, honest, hard cricket this summer, then you look no further than baggycaps.com. That's it. Thick Ropes County 11 will be adorned in baggy caps, baggy melons. And why is that? Because they're the best in the business. Because they're the best in the business. So tremendous quality distributed right across this wide brown land. Baggycaps.com.au. Thanks again, bros. Obviously, I didn't watch the Thursday night blockbuster between uh, Richmond and Collingwood, maybe. Was uh, that it? Yeah, I believe that was it. AFL game. AFL game. But I was, like, shocked to see that the score was, like, Dior 36 all, all, I think. yeah. I thought to myself, dear God. What a horrendous What has to happened to, this off, to these teams in the off-season? And then my mate James was at the pub, Mossman OSL, as I mentioned before. He goes, they've reduced the quarters. They're playing 16-minute quarters now. Down from 20. And I was like, why? Didn't seem to have an answer. How beta is that? They've reduced the length of the game? Yeah, by 20%. What's the point? That's so weird, dude. Uh, It says here, I mean, a bit of a lazy reason. In an effort to ensure the AFL can get a full season during the coronavirus pandemic. What do you mean? If you've got the stadium booked... 
yeah, but yeah, but like changes the match lengths down, allows to fit kind of more in, I guess. Oh, what they were going to pay more than one game a week? Yeah, but you're not doing that now. No, you're, you're playing n- one game a week. You're not doing that now. That's a, weird. That's so weird and very beat up. Well, I mean, if we if rugby that's league like, landed on the moon, where have these gimps landed? That's like you know what bin. that's like. It's like us turning around, going Australian Open, Wimbledon, French Open, US Open. Obviously, the majors. Going, you know what, men, we're gonna we're gonna knock you back to three sets because mm. we know that you've got the ticket for no. that. We don't have the right stuff. We don't think you made the right stuff to get through. So we're just going to knock you back. What's that? 20, how many, what are they? 20 minute quarters? 20 Is minutes. It? Yeah. So they've knocked off four minutes per quarter. Knocked off 20% of the, of a, of the match. What the fuck? Which is a lot. Yeah. That's bizarre. And speaks to obviously scaredy cat Gill making scaredy cat decisions. <laughs> Reeks of scaredy cat. That's the, the, the scaredy cattiest. That you know, decision mate, should uh, should we be surprised? Oh, I'm a big fat scaredy cat, and I the stand thought, at the urinal with my pants around my ankles. And, and the thought of the ass. thought of the thought of 80 minutes plus injury time scares the living daylights out of me. I'm going to knock 20 percent off because I'm too scared to yeah. to even watch that much that football, much football while I pee my pants <laughs> in a corporate box. <laughs> <laughs> So shout out to AFL. Look, you're back. Tremendous return. Yeah, you're back. You're You've knocked 20% moon, off your games. 20% off the game. And you started with one of the most boring draws of all time. Yeah, probably one of the lowest scoring games the last like 400 years of the game. Despicable shit. So, look, that's all I've got to say on yeah, that. Yeah, there's not much, but... Um, yeah, like I don't even know the results. Did the Swans win? No. Well, they, that's all I care about. No, they didn't win. They didn't win? No. Who'd they lose to? Uh, St Kilda or Essendon, maybe? Not St Kilda. St Kilda Essendon. beat the Bulldogs or lost to the Bulldogs. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so rugby returned in New Zealand, Eddie. I forgot when Jacinda Ardern, who is almost the Volandis of New Zealand, um, she when she announced that New Zealand was like, yeah, we're done. Coronavirus is done here. Thanks for coming. No, it's gone. It's gone. We're yep. just going back to normal. I did not think for a second about the ramifications that had for crowds and then saw the highlights of the rugby and I was like, holy shit, dude. Mm. Packed stadiums mm. from the top of the bloody north to the bottom of the South Island. Mm. Beautiful stadiums to see. Stadiums packed. Beautiful I mean, again, you and I, New Zealanders, yep. are half-blooded, obviously, yep. but give me a full-blooded New Zealand throb on seeing that. Yeah, oh yeah. Now, I did look into the term, uh, well, you know, the term is not, the the, the magic of mana. Eddie, have you looked at, have you, do you know what mana is? Mana, is that the... Dior mana. I'm day. pretty sure they talk about that at the... In Tahiti as well. Yes. Like the mana. biblical. Well, mana is like... Is it like energy it's like and magic. vibe it's and like, shit? Yeah, it's like... I mean, I'm getting, we'll get Dave to give us a better <laughs> description. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, the yeah, really top for spiritual stuff here. But mana is the spiritual life force energy or healing power that permeates the universe. Right. And I think it's heavy in Islander culture. Yeah, they talk about Polynesian mana. Polynesian culture. Polynesian culture. But Love it. As I'm aware, not inappropriate for us to talk about mana as some sort of like life force. And, you know, we're acknowledging mana here. We're not trying yeah. to be disrespectful. But New Zealand, seeing that, I was like, made me proud to be half Kiwi. Mm. And I felt the mana. Love that. Flowing through yeah, the yeah, nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, there. yeah. I feel the mana when I hear that anthem as well. Right, dude. I wish, I honestly sometimes wish that I could sing it. So do I. You know what I mean? Mate, tell me right now you haven't been like, I'm going to learn it. 
I kind of do pay attention every time they do it. Like, Sometimes when I hit, when I see it like sung and like bellowed, and I'm like, I love my nation, Tom. I'm all about my it. nation. Me and Australia are as close as close as can be. As close as you can get. Love it. Absolutely love the country. But I am half Kiwi, right? Have to be. Have and to sometimes that. when I see that anthem and I saw that full crowd and I felt the mana, I was like, I'm going to go get a New Zealand passport right now. Yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna get welling back. up with pride. Yeah, yeah. I can feel the mana tingling through me and I want to mm. sing that fucking anthem. <laughs> I want to sing it. Then I'll go back to Ben and Aussie, but I just want to sing it. I want to sing it with my countrymen. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stand there in a packed out Eden Park. Yeah. And just fucking melt as we sing this anthem together. And Tripping in mana. Obviously, I switch back to my Australian and I resent it. Yeah. Oh, once the anthem's over, you quietly leave. Yeah, I sneak out the back door <laughs> and then put my all black my my all black jersey in the bin and burn it. Yeah, burn back. it and then come back in in a Wallabies jersey <laughs> that is like also burnt because I've burnt it plenty of times. Anyway, you get what we you, you get, get what, what we're saying. saying. Anyway, you know what we're saying rugby's back in New Zealand. <laughs> oh, it's back. But you know what? It's like I saw I saw some ad or some fucking TikTok or something a while ago, and it was like this lady from um, New Zealand, and she was sending her kids back to school, and she goes, "This is what happens when you listen to science." You yeah, know what right. I mean? You just do what you're told for like a month and listen to science, and then now you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, again. and I saw a thing where it was like I saw something where they were talking about. Um, a lot, some conservative commentators being like, look what we've done to the economy. We fucked it. You know, we shouldn't bloody be doing this. This is clearly a mistake. Clearly we overreacted. You know, they should have just bloody told people to social distance, but keep the economy open, all that sort of shit. Look at Sweden, look at Sweden, look at Sweden. And then they're like, oh no, actually look at Sweden. And it's like uh, their economy, they kept everything open. They had like their largest fucking days in Europe and everywhere else. Like they've been the most coronavirus cases. Their economy's fucked. And now... They're potentially being shut out of like a travel bubble because they were the only ones that didn't do it. So everyone's like, well, we've kind of got our shit under control now. So we're going to listen to science. Just listen to science. Just listen to science. Mate, New Zealand is open now. They're good. It's, it's all over. It's done. It's back to, back to normal. Back to normal. Thanks for coming. That's what you do, bruh. That's how you play it. That's how you do it. We're not far behind them. We did a pretty good job. Got they got 10, out of, they got 10 out of 10. We got a nine. Yeah, I'd say that. I think that's fair. You take the Ruby Princess shit out of it, then we'd be. You take, you take, you New take New South Wales out of it, basically. If you take yeah. the New South Wales, well, take take fucking... take the dickheads that let the big, huge cruise ships into the country. Take them out of it, mm. and we get a ten. We get a ten. That's right. Absolutely. Anyway, now, so rugby's we... back in New Zealand, but it's coming back in Australia. This, yeah, this weekend. This weekend, Wait, the rugby in Australia is back this weekend. I believe. Or is it so. July fifth? I thought it was July. July. Hang on, I'm getting confused. July fifth. I thought it was July. Let me just double check this. That might have been a wrong deal. That's okay. Oh, so, oh, oh, oh shit. You put the knocker on him. Oh, no. Don't put the knocker on him. I was all excited. Yeah, I know. Quick draw week. Dior. Um, uh, now, when Dave fucking slow Dior Dave, <laughs> <laughs> slow draw Dior. Um, when he comes to the party, we'll, yeah, have, yeah, an yeah, we'll obviously have an answer for you. But... What else was interesting is that Australian rugby's uh, come out with a bunch of brand new rules that Slow Draw's also going to read to us because I believe he's got them. Yeah, yep. Those ones I got quick. And it is first week of July. That was my bad. There you go. No, <laughs> that's all right. right. Hey, that's fine. That's all right. That's fine. But so the, <laughs> before you get to the rule changes, I want to say this. Now, apparently New Zealand's changed theirs. We've changed some of ours. Yeah. Why couldn't we have changed Super Rugby's? 
Like I don't know. Why would they never change? Or maybe they weren't. I didn't know. I but, don't know. I don't think they were. But I think also it's probably just about a thing of going. We need to make this thing more interesting because everything's killing us. Yeah. Everything's killing us. Mm. So it needs to be interesting. It needs to be fun. And then specifically Australian rugby, can you just give us some of the rules? Because I feel like I know where they might have got some inspiration. Oh, uh, yeah. So one of the rules is goal line dropouts instead of five-meter scrums and instead of 22-meter dropouts. Mm. You've got goal line dropouts for same stuff in league, forcing in your own end goal, being tackled in your own end goal. And they've got so wait, hold on. So, so they've got line. They've got line dropouts. What's happened to the twenty-two dropout? It's that's also been moved back to the line. Like so if you catch it within out. your twenty-two on the full, no. So they got rid of marks completely. Uh, There's no more like let's stop. Love, I love that. The, the mark was so beat up. Yeah, I caught it. <coughs> Don't tackle me. I caught yeah, it. Yeah, I caught it. No, no, no. You, no, you're a loser. Like get on with it. Yeah, that's a good rule. Yeah, I like. I really that. like yeah, that. But one. so, and then what? There's no five minute scrums. Uh, no, no five meter scrums for being held up in your inning goal. That's that's a kick. Yeah, I don't mind. I that. like that as well. The five meter scrum, I find, is too like if you got a shit scrum. Well, people don't like scrums. Scrums are shit anyway, right? But like, it's just a the five meter scrum. I think is like yeah, too like, much of an advantage. Like yeah, the purist likes the scrum, right? Purists mm. like the scrum, mm. and then they're, they're going to like the scrum until they get taken to to the grave. Well, right? once but also but, like once you see it without this, you're like, but oh, okay, I see what I was. But doing. They're not interested in purists watching the game because they already watch no. it. They want people that sit on the fence, you know, like yeah. fair weather fans almost yeah. to watch f- games of rugby. Union. Or fucking rugby fans who have fallen out of love because the game's become a pile yeah, of yeah. shit. People that don't us. watch the game don't like scrums, really. No. Especially when they reset 400 well, they times. Like, they like it. And they, then when they collapse and then there's a penalty. And they'll allow a scrum once and that's it. Yeah, I don't want to see 50 scrums and also... I don't if, like if, scrum, if there's a scrum penalty given, I want to know why. I want to be able to visibly see that turn, that guy fucked it up. Turn and look at the camera and go, why? Explain your, explain your decision. Well, because usually... But usually they'll go... What I mean is, even if they don't explain it, let's say it's like... I'd like it to be explained. Sure, but they might go... They kind of explain it where they'll be like, penalty collapsing to this the prop, but you're like, it didn't look like he collapsed that to me. Or yeah. like, you know, or like it's not a visibly obvious thing where you're like, oh, that guy's fucking collapsed it. This right. You're saying here. it's like, it's guesswork. It's guesswork. Mm. Mm. What are we, what else we got? Uh, the 50-22, which is essentially a 40-20. Uh, yes. They where have they that. gotten that from? So Rugby. inside your own half, kick it, bounces, goes into touch and your opposition's 22. Same reverse, by the way. 22-50. 22-50 as well. I think Rugby League bought in the... Yeah, twenty forty. No for people with yeah, but with for people with big stones that need yeah. that need to win football matches. A la Daily Cherry Evans stones yeah. of it. Basically, the forty the twenty forties for teams that are behind, coming out of their own line and need to make something happen. Yeah, love it. I love it. Yeah, yep. As well as that super time, so extra time, ten minutes after if it's a draw. More no one's against that. No. Super time. Super time. Yeah. So there's extra time, and then there's super time. Well, no, 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 no. Super time is just their version of extra they time. They didn't have extra because time. They're, okay. Yeah, they didn't have any extra time. They just Super time like sounds doors. like a, a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it does. It does. I don't mind it. No, I'm cool it, with it. Yeah, it's gimmicky and fun. Cool. Sure. And last one, they've got this new rule in for red card replacements. Um, so a red card no longer means you're one down for the rest of the game. You've got 20 minutes, and after that, you can bring it back on, which I was a bit confused about, but... Thanks to my brother, Jake, one of the most well-informed rugby union dribblers there is. This is a bit of an overcorrection from them because 
just previously to this year, it was an automatic red for dangerous tackles, which included high tackles, mm. which basically meant a lot of people were kind of getting sent off for what were lazy and unfortunate, but not always purposeful high tackles. Yes. Yeah, we saw that in the World Cup. Yeah. And so instead of that, it's kind of lowering the punishment for the red card so you can bring back someone on if it was a bit of a lazy tackle. I was of the understanding that you couldn't bring the player back on, but you could bring a player back on. Yeah, not the same player. Yeah, so it's like if you got red carded, you can't come back on, but after 20 minutes, I can replace you. I don't mind that. I I don't don't mind mind it. I think the red card is too uh, readily given in rugby union anyway. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, if you get sent off in rugby league, you've done something fucking truly yeah. heinous, yeah. You, and you shouldn't be allowed to come back no. on, and you should be and re- you, you should be resigned to twelve men. Well, and you also might have some sort of legal case pending. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've oh, got wait, broken you, laws. Did you just kick that bloke in the head as yeah, he was sort off. of like, yeah, okay, you're off, and we're straight in the back with. Did you just knee that bloke's throat. Yeah, yeah. you're off. Okay, you're, you're off. off. Okay, now you've also been charged with assault. <laughs> But in rugby, but in rugby union, they'll like touch the ca- the 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 catcher in the air. Oh, red, red card. Off. Or didn't Samu Karevi get carded for fucking like lifting the arms in the tackle against Fiji or against Wales or some shit in the World Cup? Just real beta stuff. Anyway, I don't. Is that all the rules? That's all the new rules. Yeah, I don't mind them. I don't mind them. We'll see how it goes. I don't know if it's necessarily going to change everything for like a. a I mean, so like it's not a 22 dropout, it's a line goal. I guess you can, I like the idea of just being able to force a repeat set. I like that. It, you know what it's going to do? It's going to encourage more like kicking, trying to kick perfectly for the try line. So someone like, you know, like go Israel. And, yeah, yeah. May you rest in peace. Like go up and, and get into some work without some prick marking the ball. Yes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the can attack more. Matter. You can dribble a few grubbers into yeah. the end goal. You know I what like I mean? That. Some nice stuff like that. Some... Encourages more. Yeah, yeah. It encourages yeah. more around the line. Yeah. It just keeps the ball alive. Because what I've seen in the past in Union a lot is these guys who, you know, they'll put the kick down the other end and the fullbacks are just waiting for it to dribble over the ball, over the try line, just so they can dot it down. And get about yes, that's right. You know, you know what time. I think they do need to do and think long and hard about? I reckon they need to knock a point off a penalty. 100%. So people try and attack more and go that's for it. tries. That's do you it. know what they I mean? They should have got rid of that one, bro. Because what is what is it about a penalty that's so important? Three, three points? points? That's a so lot. lot, mate. A field goal shouldn't be three. That's for fucking no. death. How field goals are three points is beyond me. Yeah, they really missed a trick there. They should have dropped field goals to one immediately. Field goals to one, penalties to two, play on. Because then they've already got tries at five. So you're going to be playing attacking, honest foot. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a no-brainer. Look, I'm glad they've made some rule changes. Interesting to see how they go. But if you want more, we'll... You know which game to be looking at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah. They're there for everyone They're to right see. They're right there for everyone to see and for everyone to steal. Time for some dribbles. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. How many... Did he? Fuck, I don't like that. No, I don't. Interesting. Who's the... Oh, okay. release early on his contract, I think. Maybe he's getting better money and they're just going, listen, thanks. It's not about a tactical thing. I reckon it's probably like he just can get a better deal. He wouldn't be on March. No, he wouldn't. But he's a good player. No, he's so solid. We'll, we'll miss old Joel. But I'm saying like, there wouldn't, there's not that much money floating around for people like Joel, unfortunately. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not when you got Travoyevich on a million, Travoyevich on a million, Cherry Adam Evans on Fanua a million, Blake, Adam Fanua Blake, Marty Tapao, Dylan Walker. Yeah. And what is he, a back rower? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
well, you know, we probably got you're looking at some of our up and coming back rowers, Sean Kepi, yeah, fucking Corey Waddell, Jack Gajewski. You going big? Ciro's not that old, is he? Nah, Ciro's good as well. Ciro's a gun. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're stocked. Yeah, locked and loaded. Thanks for everything, though, Joel. See you, bro. All the best. But good, hard, honest footy this year. Good, hard, honest footy, and thanks for the good, good, hard, honest footy that you played. Let's go out with a ring. Yep. Please, please, please. This is the Bankstown Dribbler, aka the Mean Suprema. Boys, I just thought I had to, um, you know, spice it up a bit. You know, with a bit of my ethnicity, bit of the Italian. So I'm just going to do a quick three. A, your favourite soccer is player of all time. B, favourite EPL team or whatever. And finally, favourite soccer ruse moment. So, yeah, get back to me. Holla, big tasty. Thank you, Maccas. Whatever you want, bro. All right, cheers. Bankstown dribbler. Like, it's pretty hard to go past Tim Cahill, isn't it? Uh, Tim Cahill as the favourite soccer Yeah, route. yeah. Yes, Tim Cahill for sure. Uh, even though, you know, his reputation precedes him. Uh, Tim but Cahill, I'm as a footballer. As a footballer. As, a, as an out-and-out footballer. Tim Cahill, Tim Cahill, number one. Gets up and works. Now, moment I think's Aloisi to get us into the World Cup. That closely followed by us coming back to win 3-1 against, against Japan, Japan in 2006 in Germany. Tim Cahill, yeah. Tim Cahill's done it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful moment. Beautiful moment. That's and, as good as it gets. And Simon Hill, punters, dribblers, I think is... Oh, he captured the, the moment. But I think he's underrated. one of the best Australian commentators. Simon Hill even is... Even though he's English. He is so underrated. Yeah. When he goes off his tits, it's... His voice is fantastic for football moments when they go off his tits. Yeah. Cahill's done it. He's done it again. He's done it. He's done Tim it. Tim Cahill! You're like, oh, God. It gives me goosebumps love every it. motherfucking time. Absolutely love it. Um, so what was that? Favourite soccer Tim Cahill. Soccer moment. Tim, Both of them. Uh, Aloisi, Tim Cahill. Favourite EPL team. I mean, listen, Leicester Tigers, whoever they are. Leicester whoever, City. Leicester City. Leicester City, like that comeback win was unbelievable. I used to play with Man City on when we in the back in our FIFA back days. I was a days. big Man City guy. Used to love Adebayor. Yeah. Um, Aguero. Aguero, like obviously uh, David Silva. Yeah. Like you know, good stock. Yeah. But th- these days, I like I watch the I follow it. I watch the highlights, goals only. Yeah, and I, f- I keep an eye on it. But like I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm fucking mad for any particular no. side. I'm pretty. I do follow the league though. Same. I do. I do find it annoying, and I think I've said this before about how many Australians pretend to be like super behind Liverpool and like you never walk alone. It's like, bro, you weren't there you for the can, fucking mate, Hillsborough disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You relax. Like, you, can, you can support a team. Of course. Sure, but don't, like just, you know. Don't pretend it's you with a, It's with a caveat that you've probably never been to a game. Exactly. So, so don't you can't hold up be your like, fucking scarf and be like singing you never walk alone. It's. Just, I get that like when they play it in Melbourne, you go and you, and you, and you sing. And you're a part of it. Yes. Yeah, I, I get, get that. It. But it's but, like, you can't walk around being like, oh, well, you'll never walk alone. Yeah, like, you never yeah, let yeah. anyone. No, yeah, no, but no. didn't Liverpool, like, fucking sack half their workforce when COVID came along? Yeah. Like, they tried to, and then all their members were like, wait, what? Wait, hang on. Don't hey. we never walk alone? Like, I thought we didn't walk alone. Yeah. <laughs> aren't you, like, a billion-dollar fucking sports team? Like, one of the most valuable on the planet? Yeah. So and you're just not paying the poor guy who makes graphics for you? Like, fucking get a grip. Exactly. This, that was disgraceful. Disgusting. So, not Liverpool... But otherwise, I'm pretty cool with all of them. I'm pretty cool. Maybe Birmingham City if they're still in there. Because I home. like, I've always liked Newcastle for some reason. Yeah, I actually, I like the Lucas and full James. career mode on Newcastle. Apparently, with, St. James with Shearer. Apparently, yeah, Dior. Um, 
Yeah, Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer. Yeah. Uh, who'd Viduka play for? He played for... Um, who's coming up? He played for Leeds. Leeds are almost coming up. Are they? Yeah, yeah. They're like right there. And there were people like their their members were losing it because like there was the chance that they were just going to have to scrap the seasons and no one would get promoted. No one would get relegated. Like there was that sort of chat. Uh, and they were like, dear God, don't do it to us now. They're don't. very close well, to Well, that's promotion. also like Liverpool where they're close to winning it. I, I would love for Liverpool not to win it off the back of a COVID crisis. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be fantastic. Um, no. even like two and even when away. they do win it eventually, if it's coming back, it's like, yeah, but you didn't really. It was a fucking the APL is, I will say this, in a very, very interesting league. Like, yeah, it's fa- but it's also like fucking there's five teams that are going to win. Compared to, like, compared to like La Liga. Well, People yeah. that like La Liga's better football, I'm like, yeah, well, bro, you're also an arsehole. You're a dribbler. Yeah, you're a dribbler. If you're a La Liga dribbler, you need help. Yeah. Like if you're in the if you're in the business of saying La Liga's better than the EPL, for example, yes. you need you need to be You checked. need your head red. <laughs> yeah, not a bad dribble. Not a bad dribble. Hey boys, um <coughs> to DPD here again. Um promise I'd have a hiatus from the hotline, but yeah, here we are. I apologise if you hear that dribbling noise in the background. It's just my fish, uh, Swim Shady's fish tank. Um, I'd like to propose a hypothetical um, wrestling card, WWE card. Tom, I know, I think you said that you were a big fan of the WWE back in your day, so I'm sure you'd get around this. I've actually um, gone ahead and put together a list of matches that I thought, not only myself, but the P's and D's would love to see. So um, without further ado, uh, match one, um, Jelly Shot Kid versus The All Days. Oh, um, like you know, just a little bit of fun with the Jelly Shot Kid. I think everyone um, is pretty popular in the dribbler game. And yeah, very popular. Dave jelly Shot Kid stops never been on. Sure no, he's get, up and coming. Really um, up and coming. Plenty of attention. Moving on, we've got the OG dribbler with Mitch Alberson uh, versus Nilso, the Novocastrian with Kurt Gidley courtside uh, in a mixed gender match because it's 2020 now, so you can pretty much do whatever you want. <laughs> Uh, moving forward into match three, we've got um, Kendrick Haddon versus literally anyone in the P&D's page in a handicap match. So, you know, you can go handicap. two on one, three on one, four on one. Uh, again, up to you, boys. Um, the next one is actually a personal one. I've taken it upon myself to actually call out uh, shit punter here. Um, oh. Last week or a couple of weeks ago, depending on when this dribble gets played, actually delivered an outstanding um, dribble. I don't uh, point off. story and... Um, uh, took it upon himself to use the, the dot points to get him over the line. Now, um, while it was an outstanding and probably one of the greatest all-time dribbles, I have to call him out because he set a bar there that I'm just not able to reach. So I know I'm an absolutely nobody in the dribbler game, but um, and I'll absolutely get pumped. But now I've got to take a foot here and um, call you out, shit punter. So yeah, no, that's, no that fair. Card, that's about like respect. Yeah, it's dot point on. off. Yeah. Um, so we're up to co-main events here now. Everybody <laughs> would love to see this fight. I don't know. I would. I know all the P's and D's would be Tom versus Eddie. Um, one <laughs> sure. of the all-time great matches. I'm sure we could get a belt. Yep. Um, happy down there for that. Happy, happy to be co-main. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah not the main event is because everybody knows what the main event is. But if Tom and Eddie are keen to get around that. I'm sure the P's and D's would love to see that. Yeah, to be Now, cool. moving forward to the main event of the evening. I'm pretty sure this one pretty much just writes itself. Mm. But um, So we've got King Dribbler with Prince Dribbler versus Big Tasty with Fumes and Guava Lover courtside. So obviously it's just King Dribbler versus Big Tasty, but you've got the boys there um, courtside making sure everything goes all right. Now, I know WWE Handing matches are predetermined shit. and scripted, so... Um, I've actually taken it upon myself to write a bit of a storyline. Let me know what you think, please. So the match is kind of even. It's going back and forth. 
Um, you don't know who's really going to win. And then all of a sudden, the lights turn out. And sleep dribbler. Lights injured. turn back on. Sleep dribbler <laughs> is in the middle of the ring. I don't know about you boys, but I'm getting like Undertaker, dead man vibes from the sleep dribbler. So if he jumps in, maybe he delivers a tombstone to King Dribbler and then Big Tasty comes over. One, two, three wins the match. Or maybe Sleep Dribbler turns heel and um, takes out Big Tasty and King Dribble. King Dribbler gets up. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts, boys. Obviously, this is all hypothetical and um, you will determine the matching and the outcomes. But yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Cheers, boys. Be soon. <laughs> the Dot Point Dribbler stood up. Stood up. Had to. Well, oh, fuck yeah. But I look, mean, I mean, that's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I yeah. love that. That was great. If you're in the Dot Point game, the Dot Point helps dribbles, clearly. <laughs> It's a tried and tested method. Back I'm to back, that motherfucker. back to back weeks of tremendous dot point dribble. Yeah, I'm a, was, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I like that he brought Sleep Dribbler in under the darkness of night. Yes, exactly. Does lights his best. Go out. Does his, oh my god. Does his best best work yeah. when when the, lights, know, the are lights are out. Does he put them to sleep? Maybe he does. Who Maybe knows? That's his It'll thing. be intense either way. Look, I think you've written it pretty well, to be honest. Yeah, I couldn't improve on it. I, I love it. I loved it. Happy to co-main. Obviously, Eddie, we all know how that fight would go. <laughs> um, it'd be quick. It'd be brutal. But, you know, Eddie being the uncoordinated man that he is, man that you are. Full of surprises, mate. Full of surprises. Definitely. So it could even be quicker. I just attacked those fucking dodgy knees of yours, mate. <laughs> Kick you in the lower back <laughs> all over. Well, it'd be a lo- it'd be a race to the lower back. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever landed the first clean blow to the lower back, it's all over. Oh, good shit, good dribble. Let's go. Hey boys, uh, blind man here. Just calling to let you know that I'm let the Broncos know I'm I'm proud after their their first half win last night and and um. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear his windscreen wipers yeah, in the background. That was a that was a sad and sorry. That call. was him. He's pulled back into the driveway and he's not. He's just trying to kill time before his kid goes to bed, well, so he doesn't want to go up. He and didn't. See his he wife. didn't. Ex- he didn't expect to drive home. Put it no, that exactly. Way. He was going to tie one on he was after the tie first one half, on and then, he, and then he, yeah, yeah, and he sobered up pretty quick. And he's just sitting in the driveway. It's yeah. raining, <laughs> and he's just like, "Fuck this! Now I'm going to go back to life." <laughs> Unlucky, but you're right. It was a good first half win for the Broncos. Yeah, take what you can get. Boys, Ironside here. Um, Ironside. First of all, Tom, uh, plunger works by the small pipe. You plunge the shit out of the small pipe into the big pipe. Okay. So uh, plunger is the right fucking thing to use. I was right. Uh, Mr. Muscle is my enemy, but also it gives me a lot of work. That's not why I've called. So Mr. Muscle is a bad thing. There's only been one great rugby league movie of all time, and that's Footy Legends with Ando. And this week I've been thinking, how good would it be the longest yard but rugby league? So I'm sure that we can base this one out in Lithgow Jail or out at Musselbrook. Mm. There's got to be some old... Good honest rugby league territory. ...officers that work there that had a bit of a rugby league past. But the Adam Sandler character, who is the quarterback in the American version, could be played by Todd Carney. Um, I think that you would need to get in Ando as someone and the old coach 
in the longest yard could be Tommy Redonigus. I think that would be a hell that of a works. movie. That works. Hell of a show. Uh, Todd, obviously, in there for some misdoings. And then we've got Terry Crews in there, and he plays basketball, but he won't play in the NFL. Like, that could be Ben Cousins. Like, Ben Cousins could be being, playing a bit of AFL in the yard. But Todd's gone, mate, come over. Come play some fucking NRL. Yeah. Rugby league, mate. Don't Great mind example. that. I don't mind it. Craig, do, Craig mate, made a great winger. Get him up high in the corner. Anyway, longest yard, NRL version. Something to think about. Bearson, Valdez. I think it's got legs. I see I see a 10-part Netflix series. Certainly. Um, I think you could flesh that out. You could certainly flesh that out. And, you know, I mean, some of the rugby league's greatest players have, you know, made it to the big house. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think the... John Opawati could be in there. Craig Field currently in jail. Mm. Russell Packer gets a run. Russell Packer could always get a comeback. Um, Martin Kennedy? Yeah. Martin would be in there. He'd always have a snake around his wrist. Yeah, he would. He's managed to smuggle like a fucking snake or a sugar glider into a bloody prison. He's always given out exotic animals for free. Like, I think it's cheeseburgers in the American yeah, yeah, longest this... yard. This is just, he's always got some sort of exotic animal on the go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want like a biting turtle or something? Yeah, do you want an, he's a fighting fish? Fighting fish. Yeah. Piranhas I, I, yeah, and shit. I don't know how you're going to keep it alive, but that's not my problem. I've just doesn't matter. That. You don't. You don't need to know about what no, happens to the animals. Just as long as they're there. they're there. He's always giving something out. Yeah, I like that. It's got legs. I think for it's sure. got legs. <coughs> Mate, take something to Netflix. Uh, I'll be honest. I haven't mm. ever seen the rugby league movie they're talking about. Footy Legends. Footy Legends. Yeah. Neither of you seen it. No. Oh, great film. Ando plays the main character, captain of his little club side. Is that the one Maddie Johns is in? Yeah, Maddie Johns is in it. Uh, Andrew Voss, Brad Clyde, and Cliffy Lyons as well. Fucking. And Cliff I've got I've got homework to do. Yeah, yeah I think we both do. All right, we got to watch it before next week. Brad Clyde and Cliff Lyons play for another one of the teams in the film Double Bay. Double, Double Bay. Bay. Yeah. That's not very rugby league. But uh, the team Arndo plays for from the great town of Yaguna, the Yaguna Schooners. Like that. Brilliant. Okay. Like that. We've got some homework to do. Well done, uh, well done there, Ironside. Back to your best. Baggy Green uh, owner, as some of you may know, the great Alex Ironside. Uh, Thomas Edward Hunter Dribbler. Dribbler, just around there. Um, apologies for the incoherence in the previous message. Um, the dot points didn't necessarily work. Um, can't really see too well at the moment, but I do have enough clarity going on to, uh, I guess, speak for some reason. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll stay off topic from my previous subject matter. Uh, Pokeballs, obviously, um, second greatest meal of all time. Final late great Nutrigrain. Um, oh, um, nonetheless, didn't know Nutrigrain uh, died. Uh, Late grace. Just to a um, previous message. Um, I to hear that again. Dot points didn't necessarily work. Um, can't really see too well at the moment, but I do have enough clarity going on to, uh, I guess, speak for some reason. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll stay off topic from. My previous subject matter. Uh, Pokeballs, obviously, um, second greatest meal of all time. Final, late great Nutrigrain, <laughs> um, Australia's greatest breakfast. Um, nonetheless, 
uh, I'd be interested just to uh, find out. This is a newly single man. This is uh, the, these types of calls have become a pretty consistent, uh, I guess, occurrence of mine where I find myself leaving weird voicemails on a number of different uh, driblets, uh phones. Um, varying success. And by varying, I mean uh, complete and utter failure. Um, one, I received some response which suggested that it was humorous. And uh, girls like remotely into funny guys. But... Uh, I don't know. I'd be interested just to find out the, like the 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 uh, the go to dribbler. Uh, yeah, shout shout out Neil, so the Novacastrian, if you're listening. Um, the go to buddy four AM. Is this just like, a middle late, of the, middle desperate of the dribble, shout out night watchman type bloody call? What the Dizzy fuck? Gillespie, <laughs> Bangladesh, Dior. Uh, this is utter dribble. Ten minutes left. Five a.m. Night's wrapping up. My like while I'm at it, my go-to is often "Hey Boo." So you're talking because about like, I think that birds, Boo right? offers uh, the opportunity to uh, you can pass that off pretty pretty easily by saying um, like autocorrect. Um, so yeah, didn't didn't mean that. Um, fuck now, boys. Yeah, look. Uh, oh, uh, no, the the Pete Murray dribbler. The Pete Murray dribbler. Uh, yeah, beer spinning. Is that oh, is that what he calls himself? I believe that's what he calls himself. <laughs> Unless there was another Pete Murray dribbler I'm not aware of. Uh, so look, is he asking for like DM sliding advice? Mate, that was all over the shop. That was He's like oh, I I call up girls voicemails and yeah. leave them weird voicemails and some most of them they're all failures yeah well shout out to nilso you know what this is he said he was recently single and i think every man or woman knows that after recently becoming single you have zero game yeah, and this man I mean. has zero game the pete murray dribbler yeah, yeah. he might have been successful in 2006 no, no, pete, when pete murray was a thing pete murray's coming out of a long term yeah real long term is pete and Unfortunately, firstly, if you're calling up voicemails in this state, like fucking hammered, like even voicemails to to chicks, if that's if that's like what you're leaving, yeah, then, then I'm not shocked that you've had zero conversions. Because um, that was out of dribble. That was out of dribble. That was a man super out of uh, out of Nick. Do you reckon he rings up these girls and mentions Nilso like he just did there? <laughs> or the Hello Sport podcast. Listen, I also call podcasts and like ask for advice. <laughs> Look, we're here for advice. I'd say firstly... I don't know um, what I'm answering. No, I, I guess... I mean, there's not an answer. There's maybe just some like... We're, we're trying to guide you away from drunken voicemails. Yeah, I don't think the drunken voicemail is ever on. No. I, I don't think so. I think that's why you text, because then they've got no idea what state you're in. If you're often having to re-correct your boo usage, then probably drop it. I'd it's probably drop a sign boo. you need to drop yeah. it. If you've had if it's if, if it's happened. What are you getting out you, of it? No. What are you getting out of it? Because like what if they just if they just ignore the fact you've called them boo, maybe they're just like, Well, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, but we'll just go on. And then the ones that are just going like, What? Boo, and then you have to go, whoops. 
It that was, was an autocorrect. But I don't understand. Like, you reckon girls going to drop their pants because you called you them called boo? boo? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know who told you that. I don't think that's dropping any pants. I'd, <laughs> no, I'd, no. I'd drop the boo from your, from yeah. your repertoire. Yeah, I'd, yeah, drop the boo before you're going to drop any pants. Yeah, right? I think you just go, uh, like, you up. Yeah. Up? Question mark? You up? Yeah. Question mark? I mean, that's like... That's late night poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it writes itself. It's the Shakespeare of the booty call. Yeah, yeah, it's Shakespeare stuff. You up, question mark. But drop the boo. Don't drop say boo. you up, Don't boo. Don't say you up, boo. Just you up. You up, question mark. And then go from there and try to try to hash it out in person. It's it. You know what I mean? But if you can get a response from you up, then you on. Yeah. And I would also say this. If you're getting through to the voicemail, they're screening yeah. your call. They're screening your call at four in the morning and the voicemail only serves to make the, the situation worse. Because they'd go, I've got a missed call from Pete Murray and now he's it's like a seven minute long just pissed diatribe. diatribe. And he called me Bill at the start. Yeah, and you definitely mentioned the fact that you're recently single in the voicemail, which only makes it sadder. <laughs> Listen, we just got an inner look. Like, if you want to show people what it's like just after you've been broken up with or recently single and the struggles, this That's is it. what you listen to. They should show this in class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what not to do. What not to do uh, when you're recently single. By Pete Murray. <laughs> A ballad of A, despair. Yeah. The, the, the broken heart of Pete Murray. I guess that's how he writes those songs. Write some songs, bro. If yeah. you can write us a song. Write a song. John, Eddie, Connors, and the Dribblers. Uh, Dr. Dribble here. <laughs> Dr. Dribble. Just wanted to pass on my thanks to you for spreading the joys of Dribble and Yarn through these pandemic times. It's really helped me working through on the front line. Uh, and has kept me sane in these uncertain times. Just wanted to harp back onto something that you guys brought up uh, probably about a month ago now. I've got through all available podcasts. I'm listening for the last 18 months and, and trolled through the archives for everything I can find on the internet. But the initial 70s still, uh, still elude me. Mm-hmm. There was some talk about releasing them and it still hasn't happened. So uh, <laughs> any update would be greatly appreciated, boys. Uh, keep up the work. Uh, yeah, we uh, look, We it's not that we ha- aren't going to release them. We're just fucking not doing it yet. Look, listen, I'll say this, Tom, and you'll agree with me. I know you will. Timing is everything in this yep, world. Exactly. Timing is everything. Tom and I's timing is always perfect. Impeccable. Always perfect. We have never missed a single beat. No. So some of the 70 will be released in good time Mm. and the timing will be perfect. Absolutely perfect. Now, will that coincide with the week where literally something happens and we couldn't record a podcast (laughs) and maybe we drop one then? Maybe. Do we wake up in a mood for releasing old dribbles and yarns? Potentially. I mean, look, who knows? That's our call to make. But do they exist? Yeah, fuck yeah, they do. Oh, they exist. Mate, I was saying, I think we mentioned a couple of podcasts ago, like you and I were listening to the original, the original, original. Original, original. And, and that's not episode one. That no, is... no, no. That's like, like pre one. Pre one. That's a prequel. We've still got the original, what started it all dribble. Yeah. Are you going to hear it? 
Maybe. Maybe. Podcast was called something else then. Oh. I don't know. Was it? There's a lot of unknowns. A lot of unknowns, P's and D's. I'll say this before we go on. Just a gentle reminder to the P's and D's of which we love. Mm. Try to stick to your 90 seconds. That'd be great. 90 seconds. Some of you seem to have forgotten it. Mm. Five minutes, not really our vibe. No. There's five been minutes, a couple of you call in five with minutes five minutes minute dribbles. Killed the boner. Killed the boner. Killed our boners. Killed Dave's. Yeah. And Dave's and his is hard to kill. This is almost <laughs> impossible to kill. It's like you put Roundup yeah, on yeah. it. <laughs> and, and five minute dribbles right. often, unless they're best in class, which yeah. is, I mean, it's hard to find that. Yeah. Stick to your ninety seconds. Mm. If you need dot points, go in, go hard, get it in, get it over with. You know, not over with, but just be succinct. Get to the point. Get to the point. I think getting to the point's important. Yeah, too much foreplay can kill. Really, too much foreplay can kill the best boners in town. Oh yeah, and Dave's got one of the best. Yeah, it turns into blue balls. Yeah, um, g'day punters and and uh, dribblers. The uh, the Singapore slinger here, um, first time caller, newish listener. I thought I'd uh, top up some of the Skype credit and add a bit Sounds of like international in flavour to the dribble here. <laughs> he's in the bowl. <laughs> Look, I want to be honest with you. I'm not sure if I'll need a double dribble. So pretty confident out of the box. But uh, look, I'll leave the option open. Let's see how we go. Look, the toilet bowl. Full disclosure, i had a couple of refreshers. Watching another wonderful edition of Super Saturday. And I just want to give a shout out and uh, dip my proverbial cap to one of the lesser lights of the moon landing. Someone who's worked tirelessly behind the scenes to, you know, create an atmosphere and did a lot of the grunt work for us to make the moon landing as big an occasion as possible. Um, you know, this bloke could only be known to those of us who are watching on Fox. So if you watch on Nine with um, beaters like James Bracey and Aaron Mullen, Dior. Um, but yeah, it's Matt Nabel. Um, look. Let's be honest, the, the guy was a two-bit commentator, for those who remember his, uh, his efforts. You know, you used to listen to him get names wrong and he'd flip-flop between try, no try, and, and the bloke was a punish um, for anyone who uh, wanted to watch, you know, the early Saturday game. He was normally stuck with, you know, versus Titans or something like that and pre-COVID time, so he had a choice and you, know, you might have been out doing something else, but... You know, Fox pretty much disrespected us by having him call games over, you know, Andy Raymond or someone like that. But I've got to be honest, the guy is the king of oration. Those promos he does, wow. You know, last week that one that he did, um, you know, Fox recognised his efforts and they gave him a little subtitle that, you know, narrated by Matt Nabel down the bottom and they even popped his head on television a couple of times and he's pushing out that, you know, it's manly and para, manly and para. And I've got to tell you what, you know, if if Matt Nables gravelly, dulcet tones don't put lead in your pencil, in the bowl. Oh, I you see need your fucking head read. in it on the phone. Anyway, I just wanted to, you know, give a shout out to, to Matt because I see that this week... Trying to get the acoustics right. Yeah, yeah. Sort of dubbing him a bit and just said go back to doing the normal stuff but I want more of those you know colourful promos and I want them I want them back and you know just finish up shout out um, Big Tasty and the, the Tasty Boys <laughs> alright see you soon cheers thanks oh, for that toilet bowl dribbler toilet bowl dribbler that was um, 
Yeah, like I agree with you. I like yeah, the pump ups. Couldn't commentate a game of footy to save his life, Matty Nable. But um, yeah, his narration work is is nice. Oh, it's very nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Great actor, great narrator, shit caller. Didn't even know he called footy. Well, he did for a little bit. They tried to shoehorn him into a couple of games, and it was fucking atrocious. There was a time when I didn't mind it, but it was more just like he's got a nice voice. So if he was screaming when someone was scoring a try, you're like, okay, I get this, but. As an actual caller of the greatest game of all, God's Winter Game, Eddie, the game of rugby league. One of the hardest jobs. One of the hardest jobs. Matt Nable, not up to it, not up to scratch. And the toilet bowl dribbler noticed that. And he's just trying to give out some credit to Matt Nable about... From inside the Dalton. From inside the Dalton. Coming to us live from inside the Dalton. Uh, some some positive feedback for Matty's narr- narration work. Yeah, thanks for that. Hey, fellas, it's just the uh, dribbling theorist of uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, Dean Laidley fame. <laughs> but I just wanted to uh, bring up one of my brushes with Lane, which I think is possibly a great one. Where I was at Randwick Racecourse, having a great day, and I was killing it. My mate got me into the VIP area. You know, we were actually in the V of the VIP area, having a sensational day, killing it. And uh, I was going up the two floor escalators to go to the top to see what's cracking on. And there was a bunch of dogs. Bulldogs going up right behind us. Good. They'd been towed up by the the knife. Like, absolutely slogged by them. I mean, 40 points. I don't know how many many points it was, but it was a big problem. Anyway, some girl said to Moses and Bai that he looked a lot like Pharrell Williams. And he patted me on the back and said, I looked a lot like Carl Williams. <laughs> and I spent the next two-thirds of that double four escalator ride going up, trying to think of anything remotely willing to say that didn't have to do with getting flogged the night before. Uh, I was proud of I, I'm usually not a guy who's short for words. In fact, I'm a fucking asshole, and I've never been short for words past that. But outside of bringing up the score, I had nothing. And calling me Carl Williams really hurt me. Obviously, I'm still dealing with that. So, um, anyway, cheers, boys. Be soon. Hopefully, Kelly plays on. Peace. Carl Williams. Big Carl. Just got wrecked by Moses Embi. <laughs> and that's how it goes, bro. <laughs> That's how it goes. Now, you may have heard us talking. Dior Dave did just bring up the uh, the Roosters-Bulldogs game and four minutes in. Actually, it was two minutes in. Angus Crichton, friend of the show, goes over to score. The Roosters look so hot right Yeah, now. they do look hot. But the Bronco, uh, the Bulldogs paying $8. Obviously, was ne- they're literally... The Bulldogs against the Roosters, the Bulldogs actually have a 0% chance of winning. There is nothing that could happen that would change the outcome of this game. The Roosters win it, they win it comfortably, and they embarrass the Bulldogs. Yes, correct. It's mate. It's six nil after six three nil minutes. After three minutes. Um, yeah. Look, mate. More of the story is, you know, if talk, you talk sneak, shit, if get you, hit. Yeah, talk shit, get hit. But if you sneak into the very important person's section and, when you're not very important, and you're not very important, and Mo- Moses is going to recognise that, especially when you come in. Like, if you're gonna, if you're not meant to be in the VIP, and you get into the VIP, it shows. Play it cool, bro. Yeah. Don't go up to Moses and tell him he looks like Pharrell Williams, and then he just. Puts you on the bitch straight yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're right, bro. You're not from around here, are you? <laughs> Haven't been around to the VIP before, no, have no, you, no, bro? No, not much, not much V about you. No, very Carl Williams vibes.
Carl was never a VIP guy. No, no, no. Forced his way in through drugs. Yeah, and intimidation. And intimidation. Whereas you don't have drugs and you don't sound intimidating. Not to Moses, anyway. But good brushes with Lane. I love good brushes with Lane. I loved it. Just saying, shouldn't be surprising. Yeah, uh, hey, Tom and Eddie. Hey, mate. Uh, just a quick shout-out to the punters and the dribblers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, look, not much I of that this week. And I, know, I know my touch football coach listens to this. Uh, I just want to just want to apologise to him because, you know, straight out of COVID, uh, back to my old ways, first session back, going to be late, uh, hungover, offering absolutely zero value to the team and their development. Um, yeah, look, there's not much more I can say, but... As an average winger in the comp, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind, you know, possibly a starting bench spot, if that's possible, uh, coach. Um, you know, I just, just want to enjoy my weekends and have fun and not be the detriment of the team. But that's cool. So, I guess, you know, I just got a question. Um, if, if you could decide between, you know, getting rid of touch football or Oztag, you know, why would you choose Oztag? Because we all know it's a. Uh, far less important sport and also from what their first ever email address was on MSN and um, I'd also like to know what your first ever email address was um, look I'll start I'll give you, this, give you an idea of mine uh, mine was I had two so I had Aussie underscore stoner 69 <laughs> at hotmail.com and then um, I upgraded because it wasn't appropriate for school to John underscore Cena underscore rocks with an X R-O-X that is Jesus at live.com.au so, yeah, just maybe if you could give me what your uh, emails were and see how it is. But uh, massive shout-out to the Dot Point Dribbler and Big Tasty. They love, love her, mate. Love her. Like, obviously, obviously, I would, obviously I would happily kill Touch instead of Oztag. Oztag is tremendous. Yeah, well, tremendous. You're, you're an Oztag man. It's more like rugby league. Well, whatever the one is where you can Five kick tackle and play. Five tackles, Yeah, yeah Oztag. Yeah. I find it absurd that you can't kick in touch footy. It's nothing like rugby league without the kicking. Why the fuck wouldn't you be allowed to Oz kick? Oztag's rugby league, but without the tackle. Mm. Because, obviously, my back would go. Yes. You know what I and mean? And you've never made a tackle, though, have you, in your life? Not for a long time. No, not for a long not time. Not for 10 years. <sighs> At least. Um, first my, email? I can't remember. I can remember my brother's. What Colonel underscore shagger at hotmail.com. Colonel <laughs> underscore shagger. Yeah, yeah, I can remember his. Can't remember mine. Shout out to the Colonel. Is that why you call him Colonel? Or- we call him the Colonel because of his love of KFC. <laughs> oh, really? yeah, yeah. So, so the KFC appreciation is a real Simpson family thing. Oh, it's trait. a real Simpson family thing. goes way back. Oh, does it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So this yeah. is like ancestral sort of yeah, KFC. Yeah, ancestral shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. When it first arrived on our shores, Tom. I have a sneaking suspicion that you do remember your email. I actually don't. I actually, what is yours? Drumbum2000. Mate, I honestly, I honestly can't remember it. Dave, do you remember yours? Was it weird? <coughs> mine was just we- mine was DB seven nine nine. Just my initials and random number. Okay, not, that's not pretty yeah. straight up and down. Well, my brother was Jake Waratars as his Facebook name as well. Up Jesus. until about like three or four years ago, maybe. So your brother really is a rugby dribbler. He's a complete rugby. Jake dribbler. Waratars, Tom Sea Eagles, <laughs> and he was known as that at school. Like I would get people at school saying, "Oh yeah, you're Jake Waratars, brother." Holy shit! Oh, so he's just a throwing. I reckon that's, put up, that's why he left the country. Let me ask you this: Doesn't he live overseas? Yeah, he lives. In Does San he put Ryan. up Facebook posts, pa- Statuses? Facebook statuses? Uh, about the state of rugby union? Not really anymore. But I mean, anymore. anymore, there, anymore. I think he, he did, left the country basically because rugby bit, was so I mean, bad. He's now no longer working for Facebook, so maybe has a bit of a you know not wanting to post on there anymore. Right. So he was used to work for Facebook, and, but he used to do it. 
Oh, at some point. Had a falling out with Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Now doesn't like the platform. Now doesn't like the platform okay. at all. But I mean, I'm sure if you were just like to be in his apartment at yeah. any one point, he'd probably start teeing off yeah. Yeah. on the code. And yeah, similar to that, I do remember not an email address, but a certain very long Facebook rant I posted in my young age all about how much I hated Manly. Oh, really? Yeah. Find that. I'll try could, find yeah, it. Try I don't find know it. if I might have deleted it. But. How old were you when Facebook started? Because you were, you were, you were 22. Yeah, like... I don't remember when it started, but I would have got on it like age 10, 11 ish. Yeah, bro, that's weird. I got on the. Uh, I reckon my girlfriend at the time made a Facebook for me when I was in year 12, I think. I still remember when I started mine. I was at Jack Keeping's farm in Denman, and we were like, what's this new, this like fucking This Facebook? new thing. Yeah, yeah. Were you guys on MySpace? MySpace? Yeah, no, MySpace. I wasn't no. on MySpace. See, I was what? too young for MySpace. No. Are you serious? I just didn't have it. It was one of those ones where I'm like, fucking. Too cool for school. Well, I mean. Too cool for school. Your word's not mine, but probably. Uh, but no, I just couldn't be fucked. It yeah. just seemed like a lot of work, especially when you got like footy commitments and you know. You're oh just my to... god, <laughs> you are outrageous! You know he's got things to do, training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just train the house down. Train the house down. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the dribble, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, get out, Tom and Eddie. Have they just gone over again? Nova Castrian dribbler. Shout out to the punters. Jesus Christ. And the dribbler. I I want to talk about Donald Beedman and Beedman Best. This is a husband and wife. Beedman Best is a fucking robber. I think we can all agree on this. But I wanted to just like talk about the whole theory of osmosis. And obviously through osmosis, Donald Bradman is currently living inside of Bradman Best. But have we ever like just like stopped to think about it and maybe if that's the case, Bradman Best is he might be good at cricket. Have we actually <laughs> thought about this? Like if, if Bradman if Donald Bradman is living inside of Bradman Best, surely he has got a fucking cover drive on him. I know we haven't talked about it. You know what? Call me crazy. I think he might be playing the wrong sport. That's anyway, Bit of coat, give the rhetoric, uh, just for the sake of being an overcastrian. He's a fucking throbber, and you know what? Albert will score, Albert will score, Newcastle have won the grand final. Also, saw the wounds, you manly piece of shit. Also, last weekend, last weekend. Dribblehead here. Hey, boys. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. Um, me, me and uh, my mates put a nice multi on and uh, we, we, we were this. very sweet to win 13k and then in the last one minute Bradman Best the Beedman Best oh I saw this multi scores they had like and that like 13k got ripped out from under our fucking feet Holy anyway shit you know, the Raiders were fucking empty on the milk that day anyway um, yeah, milk soon and, and, yeah. and, and, all, and all, also full cream boys full cream soon yeah, we, we've gone off so long. Hang up, hang up. Hang up. What the fuck? Oh, my she calls God. Back. Surely she calls yeah, back. Yeah, she, she calls back, all right. Does oh, Brad uh, have a cover job? G'day, boys. Um, it's uh, Hales, the drib- dribblet. What's up, girl? Bonnie and Clyde. Dribblers. Last weekend, uh, we, ha- we, ha- we had a great multi on with Brad and Bess, but I want to talk about something different. So about three weeks ago, 
I uh, posted a bounced-out photo of Moana in the foreground and a Coke and a burger, and someone replied to me from the Hello Sports podcast and said, is this a Zinger box? And I'm just thinking, if you're, a tr- if you're in a true bounce-out, you know that having a Coke does not mean a Zinger box. Pepsi Max, then. You know that Pepsi Max is a Zinger box classic. Correct. And and there's a whole 30-minute spiel about this on a podcast previously that I listened to, Mm. and I was shocked and appalled that one of you boys replied and said, is this a Zinger box? When it's clearly a Coke in the picture. Might have been turn. Oh, oh my God. Who was that? I have no idea. Oh, my God. That's a shocker. Isn't it? Now, I feel like that could have been me. I think, well, who was it? Well, it wouldn't have been you. No, it wouldn't have been. I mean... Public apology stuff. Public apology <laughs> stuff? You're off your head. KFC... Notably, your persuasion, as we just established. Yes. So we know it wasn't me. Well, that's why you would know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm asking on here. I'm a bloody bounce-out connoisseur of all fineries. <laughs> I'm not so much a KFC bounce-out fucking food, am I? Maybe. You would be, mate. You reek of it. Well, honest, all I'm saying is be better. Well, just be better. you know what? Fuck that. And fuck <laughs> you, Bonnie and Clyde. Because... <laughs> KFC certainly an option. Rattled. No, I mean I'm probably more of a uh, of a big breakfast man. You are hash browns, hash sausages. browns, fried yeah. fried eggs, fucking bacon, yeah. avo, mushies, the works. Yeah. KFC and uh, what is it that you have fucking cold or you get like. You can, what ultimate burger meal? Yeah, but don't you get something where it's like you put it? If in you the get the zinger, if you get shit, no, like I you, don't. No, no, you I'm, leave something out to get you, fucking. If you get a zinger box, you can feasibly have your wicked wings after a period of time. Is that what you allow to get cold? You can wings? allow it to get. cold. You do allow it to get no, cold. No, no, no. You can. I never do. Do you let your Coke? Oh, you, I, sorry, your Pepsi fucking. I take the Pepsi Max out of the can and I put it into a glass with ice. Because inevitably, the travel time has rendered it not as cold as I like. I need it ice cold, like a degree below freezing. Right. That's what I need. Yeah, yeah, like it's served on the deck of the Titanic That's just what before I need. they crash. That's what I need. Yeah. So I put it into a can. I put it into a, a glass, fill to the brim with ice, and that's what gets me through the yeah, day. Yeah, see, this is your classic bloody crossed wires here because these the Bonnie and Clyde's expected to hear from Eddie, who is cut and dried from the KFC cloth. They did. They did. And then they got they, big brecky berms. They got big brecky berms, yeah. And that's where that's where the disappointment has leaked yeah, in. Yeah, and that's all right. Because I can understand, P.S., the Roosters pissing all over the Bulldogs at 12-0 inside 10 minutes. Um, but just know that it wasn't... It wasn't, it wasn't Eddie. No. It was me. It was Tom. Tom's a big brecky guy. I'm a KFC bounce guy. Order is restored. Order is restored. But... Funny dribble, though. Very funny. Well, actually, there's another one. Funny dribble. Uh, yeah, just the Novicastrian dribbler calling back for his uh, second dribble because it's my first time dribbling, long time listening. I um, 
just after the punter from last weekend uh, just dropped a, a dribble saying what is Hikiri. I just want you just everyone to know that uh, Carmichael Hunt. Oh, this ain't becoming a thing. <laughs> Carmichael Hunt is will be lining up for the Waratahs in Super Rugby this season. Is he still be playing? Good to see. Yep. Really? Jesus Christ. I thought he retired or he got some more hot curry. I could be wrong. Anyway, let's keep rolling. G'day, guys. Will from Brisbane here. Uh, first time dribble. Would just like to give a shout out to the punters and the dribblers. Uh, do you want to be like the guy a couple of weeks ago who led with dribblers and punters? So I had to write that one down. Uh, just would like your thoughts on uh, a potential at code crossover where uh, members of clubs of rival codes uh, could potentially get uh, free tickets to the games of another rival code uh, during the pandemic. Could be a good way to, uh, especially for the NRL, to get uh, to get people back to the footy and uh, and in the grandstand. Uh, cheers. Uh, listen, don't mind it. It's th- in terms of dribbles, he's finished with sort of like a very well thought out, considered dribble as opposed to that's what I love actually about the dribbler hotline is at one point you've got someone who's, you know, putting forward some real reasonable ideas that could help multiple codes in one country. And then you've got a guy calling up and he's called cum dog. Like, I just think you've got the full gamut when it comes to the dribbler hotline. Uh, that was a Brisbane dribbler on his first time dribble, and he's come in with uh, what I think is a good idea. I don't see why you wouldn't do that in a COVID time. Go, listen, if you're a member of the Waratahs, you can come to the Roosters games for free and vice versa. Makes sense to me. Good dribble, good honest dribble. Good honest dribble. And Plenty nice got cut this week. Uh, most of them way too long. 90 seconds, play to it. Play to it. Play to 90 seconds. Unless your dribble is tremendous, play to 90 seconds. Yeah. Good, honest football. Good, honest football. Uh, but, Eddie, that is the podcast of this week. I'm out of puff, Tom. I will say this. I'm out of puff. Shout out to uh, everyone that's donated to the Butter Menthol Fund. We have cracked $1,000. We will be getting those Butter Menthols to the great man, Kelly Slater, in the... Uh, next seven days. Next, well, let's in the f- very near future. Uh, <laughs> shout out to... Very good friend of the show, bloke in a bar, Dan and Kemp, who uh, kindly donated to it as well. Not that he needs to be individually singled out. But he went the big lift. But he went the big lift for the P's and D's. Um, at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, like, subscribe, five stars, all that jazz. Shout out to whoever left us a review on um, on the Apple podcasting, and I think just left like Lottie Takiri. So yeah, he just left a lot of the Curie stats. I yeah. liked it. I liked it. It was good. Touch of class. Touch of class. Um, and again, thanks to BaggyCaps.com for all your support. The Baggy Greens are back and, uh, you know, ready to be sent out. There's a couple that already have earned Baggy Greens that are waiting on theirs. They are coming. Jelly Shot Kid, from what I'm seeing, very close to getting plaques up for St. Peter Volandis. All very exciting. But until next week, punters and dribblers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.